The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Fast Signs, Blessman International, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bozen the Florist. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Marshalltown, 7 o'clock on Tuesday night. We just found that out earlier today. So here we are on elimination night for either Waukee Northwest or Dowling Catholic. And how about this? Two teams that split their regular season, each winning on their home court. I think if if you're a a fan of of high school basketball, 4A basketball, I think a lot of eyes are on this game tonight. As you could uh, see throughout the the year, Dowling's been a a team that's been up and down. and, And when they're good, they're really good. But, you know, they've had their struggles at times. And Caught Northwest early in the season. Uh, however, just just a couple weeks ago, Dowling plays Waukee Northwest here, and Waukee Northwest just shoots the lights out and, uh, and and beats Dowling by 20. So, a lot of eyes are on this game as as who is going to come out of this this substate and move on to the next round. No question about it. You look at the you know, the two teams that matched up well. Northwest defeated Dowling as you mentioned, 81-61 on this floor about two weeks ago. Dowling won the first meeting at the Dowling Gym. 56-51 that first Friday after the new year. So uh, you have that. And in this series, Waukee Northwest has won four of five as Northwest has uh, only been a high school for what? This is their third year as a high school. So there's not a whole lot of history with the teams, but it's been on Northwest side. And, oh, by the way, they played for a state title last year, losing in the finals to West Des Moines Valley. Well, they, they may not have been a high school for the last just for the last three years, but uh, a lot of these kids are familiar with each other. A lot of these kids play AAU basketball together, and uh, and so they they know how to guard, they know how to def- uh, uh, to to, uh, to to play offense with these guys. But it's going to come down tonight to to shooting. And and if you're the Maroons, uh, you hope Waukee has a little bit of an off night. Uh, that magic number, as, as as I've said in the past, for the Maroons is is keeping their opponents under 43 percent shooting. 43 percent shooting from the field is the magic number. The Maroons are are undefeated on the year when they keep their opponents under 43 percent. And uh, in that uh, that game two weeks ago, Northwest shot 64% from the field. Really couldn't stop really anybody. But it's going to come down to some critical matchups, I think, tonight. I think uh, Joe Broderick on, on Landon Davis is going to be a critical matchup. And I really think Ryan Kleppe. I think Ryan Kleppe is, is, is a young man who's physical. He's, uh, he's talented enough to, to be able to play inside, outside. But Ryan Kleppe certainly is, is a kid that uh, I'm going to look for to hopefully have a breakout uh, night. And then Joey Coppola, is he, can he stay hot shooting as he did the other night against Des Moines East because if he does, then I think uh, the Maroons have a great opportunity tonight. Well, not only hot shooting, hot shooting by Julie Coppola, but he also leads the team in assists just under four a game, so he can distribute that basketball. You mentioned Landon Davis, the outstanding sophomore who went from becoming a sub to a starter in his sophomore year at 6'7". He also leads the state in block shots with 76 going in to this contest. I remember that number because Ellie Muller for Dowling, the Dowling girls team playing uh, Monday afternoon at Girls State, she led Dowling this year in block shots to the same number. Well, you look back at the game two weeks ago here uh, at, at Northwest, and Joe Broderick drew the uh, the uh, assignment on Landon Davis and vice versa with Landon. And we saw Landon Davis get away from the, the rim as Joe Broderick, who is an outside threat, gets him away. And then Joe had, Joe had a few times get around Landon Davis Penetrating to the hole, took the ball downhill, and and tonight he has to finish. And I think that's going to be a critical thing for, for Joe. And the beauty about playing a team for the third night is you got film and you have an understanding of what you did well in, in the first two games and 
what you needed to work on in, in the last game. And I think there's going to be no surprises tonight. I think both teams are going to be well coached, and uh, it's going to be left up to these kids. You know, you stay up here on this track at Waukee Northwest, and, uh, oh, your beautiful bride, Jenny, is here. Well, you got her keys, the car. She can't get home now. Shaking me down. I mean, everybody was shaking me down. Money. Get, uh, go, go get. Would you get her some money, please? I mean, she, you know, you're the only one who carries cash. But, yeah. but uh, you know, Tom Kapadich, there it is, all over the floor. Folks who want floor. some money, uh, Jimmy's got it all over the floor. Uh, Coach Tom Kapadich comes by, my yes. ninth grade coach at Dowling back in the late, early, mid-70s. And he doesn't shake your hand. You're, you're on the football stat. Does he, who's this guy? I said, I have no idea. Cataldo. Well, Never heard no. of him. Yeah, Never heard of him. They don't. The, the, the Hall of Famer Tom Kapadich stopping by. That that makes my night right there. Shakes my hand and ignores you. That Everything's everything's good. Because, you know, probably uh, 364 days out of the year, he wants to beat the snot out of me. So, <laughs> you know, one night he's, he's probably just going to turn his shoulder and just, just chalk it up. So, We have Mary Statsney on the uh, board tonight. I want to thank Mary. And, of course, uh, Brady Grimm. I don't know if he's hovering around or not, but Brady does a good job getting everything lined up. Let's mention some of the 4A substate semifinals going on. And there's uh, basically five out of the eight substates in Class 4A. Five have Central Iowa uh, ties. And we'll start with Substate 1. Des Moines North, a winner over Sioux City North on Tuesday. Des Moines North at Sioux City East tonight. And that winner will play on Tuesday against the winner of Ames at Johnston on Tuesday night. And that'll be, on, that'll be all 7 o'clock games on Tuesday. The other Substate, Substate 2, has uh, Urbandale defeated Fort Dodge on Tuesday night. So Urbandale is at number three Valley tonight on the other side of the bracket. Norwalk beat Lincoln. So Norwalk on the road tonight at Council Bluffs Jefferson. And again, that matchup will start at 7 o'clock. The winners play on Tuesday. Moving down to Substake 6, that's where we're at. Otomo defeated City High of Iowa City on Tuesday night. So Otomo is at Cedar Falls, the number one seed in this substate. And uh, the winner of that game will take on the Dowling and Waukee Northwest winner. Tuesday night. We know where that substate will be played at. That'll be at Marshalltown, 7 o'clock on Tuesday. Substate 7 has uh, Southeast Polk defeated Marshalltown on Tuesday, so Southeast Polk will be traveling to Waukee tonight. They'll tip off at 7 o'clock. Bottom side of that bracket, Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln defeated Sioux City West, so Council Bluffs Abe Lincoln tonight at Dallas Center Grimes. The winners will play at a neutral site on Tuesday. And finally, in Substate 8, Iowa City Liberty defeated West Waterloo and uh, so Liberty will be at Ankeny tonight. And on the bottom side, Roosevelt defeated Indianola Tuesday night. So Roosevelt is at Ankeny Centennial, and the winners will play at a neutral site. Well, if it's both Ankeny teams, just throwing it out there, where do you play that at? Bondurant? I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, Sadell has a, has a really nice Sadell, gymnasium in, in yeah, that area. And, sure. uh, but yeah, Southeast Polk, maybe that may be a, a location because sure. they, they, they can fill, uh, fill that gym pretty well. But you look at some really good matchups there. I, I look at the Johnston-Ames matchup two really good teams and uh you know that could be a, a, a possible upset norwalk at at uh, council bluffs thomas jefferson that that's a great matchup there and then I, I i mentioned it before i think this is the pinnacle matchup in class 4a uh, uh substates tonight uh dowling at walkie northwest and this this game really can go either way and, and, and it's going to be so interesting to see how this game that we're at how it's going to transform early how these kids get uh, get get used to the environment, get loose in, in the way they're playing, and and how they go at each other. I think this is the pinnacle game tonight in Class 4A. All right, we're going to take a break here in the pregame show. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here at the Northwest Gym in Ankeny, and we'll take a one-minute break and come back with uh, more pregame and starting lineups here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for programming funded by Blessment International. We bring the good news of the gospel of South African children and their families through faith formation and locally sustainable programs. As the Fellowship of Christian Athletes location for all South Africa, our Sports for Christ complex provides student access to friendly competition where discipline and dedication are developed. Learn how you can support programs like Sports for Christ or experience the hands-on engagement of a mission trip at blessmentinternational.org. Support for programming is provided by Construction Professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to the Northwest Gym here in Waukee, Iowa. Yes, Waukee Northwest. Third year as a high school, brand new high school here in Central Iowa. And they're hosting tonight's sub-state semifinal, Dowling and Waukee Northwest. The two teams split during the regular season. Mark Hamadale joined by uh, Jimmy Cataldo. And Jimmy, before we go to starting lineups, what are some of the X's and O's that you picked out as far as some of the keys in this contest? Both teams have played each other twice. This is the rubber game, but this is the important game. The winner moves on to Tuesday night and taking on the winner of Batumwa in Cedar Falls. I, th- I think Dowling has to defend Landon Davis the best they can. I think uh, Landon Davis really had his way getting post, post up on the block against the Maroons a couple weeks ago really caused problems because on the entry pass to him, he was able to find the kick out, and that was the night, as I mentioned, that Joaquin Northwest couldn't miss. So you got to get him away from the basket, number one. So they got to defend Landon Davis, and and then the Maroons, you know, you can't have Grant Tiggis beach. I think Grant Tiggis is is the offensive uh, 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 prowess that uh, Northwest has, and so you got to make sure you guard uh, Grant Tiggis, and then your seniors have to come out and play. And and I, I as I mentioned earlier, I think Ryan Kleppe, Joe Broderick, Joey Capola two kids or three kids that uh, are going to have to have great nights tonight. And Riddick Metten coming off a, a, of an illness. Uh, you hope that, that there's no ill effects from that. Uh, but uh, your seniors got to come out and play tonight. We mentioned seniors. Waukee Northwest has eight on their roster. Dowling has ten. We, both teams have went through senior nights. So now not all the seniors get in the rotation, but you rely on their leadership. Even if they're not on the court, it might be in the locker room. And I think both teams are kind of are key to that. When you get into the playoffs, there really is no tomorrow. And it, it, how do you handle game by game? And so both teams having senior-laden teams, I think they're going to handle this environment, handle this type of pressure very, very well. And, uh, and it's going to be the first team that's going to get loose, play loose on the court, and, uh, and get after it is the one that's really going to start the momentum. All right, let's take a look at the starting lineup before we send it back for our break. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons come in with a record of 12-11, and 11. Averaging 62 points on offense, giving up 55 points on defense. The head coach, Justin Einertsen, in his first year, assisted by John Nagel, Jimmy Nahas, Zach Nicholson, and Kevin O'Hare. And the uh, Maroons will start this lineup at point guard, Joey Coppola. Coppola, a 5'11", senior, averaging 13 points, leads the team with just under four assists and leads the team in steals with 45. He'll wear number four. The other guard is Maddox Capola, his younger brother, a 6'1 sophomore, averaging four and a half points. He'll wear number 13. At one forward for the Maroons, Ryan Kleppi, a 6'3 senior, averaging nine and a half points, four and a half rebounds. Kleppi will wear number 12. The other forward, Riddick Metten, didn't play in Dowling's win 
on Tuesday night over Des Moines East, but he will, or Monday night against Des Moines East, but he will play tonight and uh, averaging 14 points. He leads Dowling in scoring and six rebounds. Metten will wear number 21. And finally at center, Joe Broderick, 6'4", senior, averaging 11.5 points, 11 rebounds, leads the state in rebounding in Class 4A, and he will be a, uh, wearing number 10 at center. So, again, it'll be both Coppola brothers, Joey and Maddox, along with Ryan Kleppe, Riddick Metten, and Joe Coppola, the five on the floor for Dowling. And now for Waukee Northwest, their head coach is Brett Watson. Brett, in his third year, 50 wins, 16 losses. He's assisted by J.R. Angle, Ken Henderson, Aaron Megger, and, of course, uh, David Combs, who's also the boys' golf coach and used to be at uh, Dowling Catholic. And they will start Maverick Inman, Luke Hart, Andrew Coase, Grant Tiggis, and Landon Davis. The uh, Wolves come in with a record of 14-8, and eight, averaging just under 61 points in offense and giving up 52.5 points on defense. But up next, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Reed Flood here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Waukee Northwest High School Gym, the home of the Wolves. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale, our pregame ceremonies are complete, and uh, we are set for high school boys' sub-state basketball, the semifinals. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Bose and the Florist, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, our thanks to the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, Blessman International, Fast Signs, and Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology and Clive. We want to thank them. And, of course, our studio producer, Mary Statsny. And, uh, Jimmy, we're just about set for tip-off. We mentioned uh, the Waukee Northwest Wolves lineup uh, very much. So that they'll start three seniors, a junior, and a sophomore. Inman, Hart, Coase, Tiggis, and Landon Davis, who has made his way to the starting lineup the second half of the year. And, boy, they come in. They've won 10 of the last 12 games since their loss to Dowling. And, have won seven of the last eight. Dowling, on the other hand, has won six of nine games and have won four in a row since their loss. Uh, so this is a two teams just, just waiting to, to make it in the postseason. It, 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 it's it's such a tough game to gauge because the Maroons uh, you, you know, could play against this Northwest team as, as well as anybody uh, as, as long as you know they're not shooting the lights out like they did a couple weeks ago. So uh, and, and vice versa with Northwest. Northwest has three uh, individuals, your three, the three seniors, Hart, Coase, and uh, Tigus, who all contributed in that uh, state final run uh, from last year. And right. so 
those those three uh, individuals are battle tested. This environment doesn't uh, doesn't uh, intimidate them at all. So you can see, you know, which team's going to come out and play loose. Which team's going to play focusing on this game? And I think when you're a Dowling Catholic team, really there is no need to look ahead. Uh, everything is really in, in front of you with with Northwest uh, as as they fought uh, tooth and nail to get to this position tonight. Our officials tonight, congratulations to them in reaching the uh, sub-state semifinals. That includes Chad Shelmar. He is our crew chief, Ben Miles, and Steve Schultz, our three-person officiating crew. And uh, they'll have their work cut out. But uh, you know what? You got the best right here in Central Iowa working games. And uh, not a bad crowd here on a Friday night. Of course, this time of year, the, the student uh, student passes no longer work. You had to come in and Kind of like what you had to do, had to pay to get in and stay in line, right? I, to I told you when I, when I skipped through the line, I, I kind of announced, hey, I'm with Dowling Radio, and they said, hey, tell Mark. I, they, you know, they said, hi, everybody seems to know you, and, and my, my comment is, Mark who? I, I don't know your dialogue. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. I appreciate the, the confidence <laughs> It's, it's there. interesting the, the look you get when, you, when, you, when you're just being sarcastic and joking with people, yeah. but here we go. All right, we're underway. Waukee Northwest wearing their home white uniforms, and now we've got a shot clock issue i believe oh the clock didn't start on and the tip nothing shot clock and i noticed now the behind we got, we got a guy wire renters the actual clock is still at eight minutes so they're gonna redo that and know that they don't do this they don't they can't go to the monitor to see how much time and the stopwatch went off so we're gonna redo this walking northwest will get the basketball but uh, they'll have to either take time off or to start from scratch so. well, they, the shot clock wasn't even operating uh at, at the tip so they're trying to reset the shot clock, making sure that's fully functional. As, as we know, we're in our second year with the 35-second shot clock, and that's been su <laughs> it's, it's been such a positive thing for the high school game, in my opinion. Is it's really got that ga the game moving and really focuses on, on teams' offense and defense. See what you can do inside 35 seconds to now, get a shot. I know we have a listener down in Arkansas, Jim Dewey, the athletic director here at Waukee Northwest. He's had a convention of athletic directors, how convenient, but he has Justin Oles who led Waukee to a state title before they, they merged. Uh, he is the on-site administrator. He and Kurt Getting, and they're getting it all fixed. So we're going to be underway, shot clock and game clock, and I think we're going to just give it. Waukee won the tip. Give it to them, and we'll start from the eight-minute mark there. How about that? Well, they, they, they still have not uh, gotten the shot clock operational yet, so I don't think they're going to really start this game until they can get that operational, and they can see that everybody is at there the There they uh, go. They got the 30 up, so 30. We're, we're getting close to the shot clock. And, of course, a reminder, uh, Monday afternoon we'll be on the air as uh, I have a different sidekick. You know, Scott Babnett actually coached basketball. I'll have him with me. 3 o'clock Monday afternoon, Dowling girls taking on the defending state champs in Pleasant Valley. We'll be courtside at Wells Fargo Arena, just so you know, Mr. Well, he's, he's, he's good luck. I, ever, ever since he came to the, the girls' side of the radio, uh, he's made it to Wells Fargo each uh, each year he's been. And he made it each year he coached except Did for the one year. Did you send him back to the the media, uh, you know, hospitality room? No, no he knows where that's at. Well, you, you, you sent me to the wrong door. I, I, when I, I went did that on purpose. There's a I reason for and that. It, and it was the janitorial's door. I, I'm like, this ain't the right spot. I, I, I did that on purpose. All right, we're about ready. I think we're going to get set. They're going to take three seconds off the clock, and now we're underway. All right. Maverick Inman, Luke Hart, Andrew Coase. And Grant Tiggis, Landon Davis, the five and the four for Waukee Northwest for Dowling. 
Joey and Maddox Capola, the two guards, along with Ryan Kleppe and Riddick Metten for Dowling, the two forwards. And the center is Joe Broderick. Maroons come in with a record of 12 and 11. They've won four in a row. Northwest comes in with a record of 14 and 8. And they've won seven of their last eight games since the loss to Valley. Now we have another delay. Something's going on with the clock, and that is an every administrator's <laughs> nightmare. If, 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 if Coach Dewey <laughs> is listening in, he's probably just he's beating up a sweat wondering what the they've got is going him on, on with the show. I, don't, but I hope they don't call him because he has no idea what's going on with the, 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 the They've got to get something. Uh, so what happened was when they <laughs> inbounded the ball, the shot or the, or the clock didn't, didn't start. And it looks like that they have that now under control as they're working the, the start-stop on the clock. and They're going to put 7.57 on the game clock, and now the shot clock should have 32 seconds, and they're trying to reset that. Again, the uh, Milwaukee Northwest is hosting, uh, I think it's a smaller school final tomorrow. The winner goes to state tournament. Underwood and South Hamilton of Jewel will be here tomorrow night uh, as a neutral site, and <laughs> they hope they get it. Going before sure. that. Uh, now, the Wolves haven't played in a while. They had a bye on Monday, so they haven't played since last week, so that could be part of the uh, issue. You, you know, you don't use it. Not a bad crowd. Student bodies about four or five deep on each side, so I like seeing the students behind the baskets. And, uh, well, this is this is certainly a, a rivalry-type game where you, you expect the, the student sections to get very much involved in the in this game as, 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 they, uh, as they look at each other. I, I, the Dowling student section seems to be a little bit Bigger than, than Northwest, which, you know, let's, let's see how active they get as they, they uh, you know, both teams want wins for their own schools. Right, and we're up in the track. We're about, would you say, what, 10, 15 rows up on the track is what they have all around, 15 rows of bleachers behind the baskets and on each side. So we are behind the score, uh, yeah, the scoreboard and the uh, scores table, rather. Dowling bench to our left, Walking Northwest bench to our right, and uh, the Bruins wearing their... All maroon jerseys with uh, what, silver numbers, would you call that? Silver numbers. And, and uh, uh, the black, uh, some black letters and black trim. Walking Northwest in their all white uniforms with uh, royal, or colors of royal blue and silver. So there's a little bit of silver trim with the uh, royal blue. And the numbers are, are obviously royal blue. So here, here we are. We're just trying to fill here. So, but, but you think think about the, <laughs> the the ten guys that are on the court for both Northwest and, and Dowling at this point. The, the anticipation for this game, you know, since school got out, even before school, you're watching the clock because you can't get out of school fast enough to right. to get to this game and to get to this location. Shoot around, and uh, the ball gets tipped and everything goes stopped. And it's such it's such a roller coaster on your emotions that you have so much uh, so much adrenaline going that. This little lull really, yeah. really hits you. I was going to say, what would you do if it's a football game and they're just all standing around on the field and everything is in sync, it looks like. Yes, we're underway, Northwest with the basketball. They go right to left in front of us as they'll be on their offensive end in front of the Dowling bench. We're going to stay man-to-man on defense. Here's Maverick Inman. Averaging just under seven points for the Wolves. They get it down to the big guy up top, Davis. Now they run their weave. Six on the shot clock. Underneath is Coast. In the lane, turnaround shot up, and no good. Rebound Dowling and Kleppe. Northwest really wasn't posting up Davis on that first possession. Maybe try to get Dowling out of their game plan a little bit. Dowling with the basketball. They're working on the wing now to 
Broderick in the lane. Now over in the corner goes to Maddox Capola right side. Now Kleppe right wing, three-point line extended, dribbles two between the circles. Ten on the shot clock for the Maroons. Maddox Capola between the circles. Over to Kleppe. Ryan, the lefty, looks to take the three, won't. Now gets to Broderick underneath the shot blocked. Shot blocked from behind by the Wolves, and the rebound out to Waukee Northwest as Davis gets another shot blocked. Now down the lane, a shot up and no good. A little teardrop shot by Luke Hart, no good. Rebound Dowling. Both teams just trying to get into their offensive sets. Maroons on their first set. Looked a little bit slow, played a four in, or four out, one in uh, type set, and really didn't get a great look, but Landon Davis there for the block on the last possession for the Maroons. But Maroons, again, doing a four out, one in set, and trying to uh, get, uh, get a post up down low. Again, the winner will meet the winner of Ottumwa and Cedar Falls tonight, that game in Cedar Falls. And that the winners will meet on Tuesday night in Marshalltown. And in the lane, a shot off the glass good by Riddick Metten. You love that the Maroons didn't really settle for a three there, really worked the ball inside where they've had such great success. And a great job by Riddick Metten on the first or the second possession. Now the Wolves now get it down low to Davis. Now he kicks it out, a long three up and no good by Tiggis, and he's fouled. And three free throws coming. The foul on Dowling and Maddox Capola. Well, we talked about Grant Tiggis in, in the pregame that he came out and shot 83% two weeks ago, and uh, and, and he leads the, the, the team in, in three-point shooting percentage. So getting a hand in his face deep into his shot really forced the uh, forced the foul on, on Maddox Capola. Two to nothing, Dowling with the lead here in this boys' sub-state semifinal. First of three free throws, no good by Tiggis. Second free throw coming, and it's good. Tiggis, a 63% free throw shooter on the year, averages 14.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, leads the team in both categories, and steals with 39 on the season. Third free throw good, so he's two out of three at the line, and we're tied at two, Dowling and Waukee Northwest. 5.50 remaining here in the first quarter here at the Northwest Gym in Waukee. Dowling works the ball left wing. Here's Kleppe, fakes the three, now dribbles in. Left block, now gets leaves it for Broderick, decided not to shoot, and now here is Maddox Capola in the lane. Backs in, shot off the glass, up, good. Nice move by Maddox Capola right over Luke Hart. Good job by Maddox. He got caught there on, on his uh, dribble drive, stops his dribble, got kind of caught, but put up a nice shot and went in for him. Now the other way we go with Dowling leading 4-2. to two. Wolves work the top of the key as Hart now leaves it for Inman. And now whistling, traveling on the Wolves as they're going to get Andrew Coase, who got that, that dribble weave. Coase caught the ball and then uh, traveled before he bounced it. Northwest is <laughs> looking to penetrate into the basket, force the Maroons to come off their men to double team and then look for the wide open kick out as that time Northwest found him. But uh, Coase uh, traveled on the dribble drive. Wolves stay man to man, Dowling with the ball. Kleppe looking to lob it inside as they think they got a mismatch with Maddox Capola underneath. Now, Cle now Broderick takes it in the lane, kicks it back out to Joey Capola. Not a Metton. Riddick finds a seam in the lane. The ball stolen away by Luke Hart. And now the Wolves in their front court with the basketball on the offensive end. Here's Tigas with it. And they got an offensive foul on Northwest. The legal screen set by the Wolves, and they're going to whistle it on Landon Davis his first, Jimmy. Maybe a little bit of a, of, of a makeup because it looked like Tiggis traveled on his first step uh, at the top of the key, but then the Maroons get the get the turnover from Northwest on the offensive 
if you, uh, foul. And if you join us late, we, we say it's slow developing this game because the kids were ready to go, jump ball, and we had clock issues for five minutes. So both teams trying to work their way out, and hopefully the next few possessions they will. Four and a half minutes to go. First quarter, Dowling 4 and Waukee Northwest 2 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The winner will play Tuesday night at Marshalltown for a sub-state championship. Now Dowling with the ball underneath Kleppe. He's isolated, turns, faces the basket, shot up, and a little teardrop shot, no good. Davis with the rebound. He went up and over a coast but couldn't get it to fall. Not a bad look for, for Kleppe. He used his body to find an open shot in the lane, just missed it off to the left. All right, here is... Davis backs in on the right block. Triple team. Now they kick it out to Inman for three, and he drills it. Maverick Inman with a corner three from the right side. That's his 22nd made three, and Northwest takes its first lead. Five to four over Dowling with 3.45 to go in the quarter. Here's Dowling with the ball. Maddox Capola. Both teams have utilized their starters here in this first quarter. No one's come off the bench. Broderick now left block. He's guarded by Davis, the leading shot blocker in Class 4A. And now... Broderick underneath, puts up a shot, no good. I don't know if he even looked at the basket when he shot it, but the rebound out to Northwest. Wolves the other way in the front court. This is Coase. Now to Inman. Maverick, backdoor cut, and underneath is Coase. His shot, no good, drew the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. Foul on Dowling. Runs got a little bit lost on defense there. Uh, Coase kind of had a nice backdoor cut to an open layup, but uh, as Kleppe showed up late to the to, the, uh, to defend, kind of undercut Coast a little bit and drew the foul. Cleppy with his first foul, and a timeout on the floor will keep it here with 3.13 to go in the first quarter. Dowling trailing 5-4 to four to Waukee Northwest. Mark Hamadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo. And tonight's game brought to you in part by Bose and the Florist, Klein Electric, our thanks to Ashworth Vision Clinic and Construction Professionals. And again, this is our 47th year of broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School Sports. Regular season, postseason, glad to have you aboard and welcome tonight. One of the few stations that are actually broadcasting is this time of year, the rights fees are, if you try to televise it, it's going to cost you uh, most of your paycheck, uh, Jimmy, <laughs> to do that. So radio, we get by with that, and uh, we're one of two radio stations here broadcasting high school sports uh, tonight. There's another station in town doing another game, so we appreciate uh, the folks here at Waukee Northwest, Jim Dewey, who's not here, and his staff doing a great job. Uh, letting this broadcast, but he set it up real nice for you. He got a nice little look at uh, at, at, at the uh, at the game, and getting, you like the chairs getting punched in the side about every ten <laughs> seconds as somebody walks by us. We're up here on the track where we're kind of exposed. Coast makes both free throws. He has two points tonight, and he's two for two at the line. Waukee four out of five at the line. The Wolves open up a three-point lead over Dowling, seven to four. After Maroons took a thirty-second timeout. Three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Dowling with the basketball. They left to right in front of us. Here's Kleppi at the free throw line. Now face the basket. Triple team now kicks it out to Maddox Coppola. Joey's been well defended tonight as they've put Maverick Inman on here on him thus far. Maddox Coppola looks to be a little bit more aggressive going downhill that we've seen in past games. Some, a lot of times he goes downhill and then stops and looks for the kick out. This time he's looking to, to finish it more at the rim. And that's what the runs are going to need. Now Capola lobs it in, and it goes out of bounds off of uh, Waukee Northwest. I think he underthrew the pass, inbounds pass to Broderick. And Joe had to just do something to keep it alive because guess who was there? Landon Davis. He's just trying to teardrop it over Landon Davis. Joey Capola is on, on the inbounds pass, and that's just a tough pass because Landon Davis is 
yeah. is so tall, not just in his height, but his arm length. And he can jump, too. Now Metton underneath, turnaround shot in the lane up, left it short, tipped out by Broderick, but right into the hands of Maverick Inman and Waukee Northwest. The Wolves lead by three in the basketball. Here's Tiggis with it, a little teardrop in the lane. Might have been partially blocked on the way up by Joey Coppola, rebound Dowling. Was partially blocked, and uh, Joey, great defense on Tiggis on a dribble drive. All right, here's Mattis Coppola as Ace open up the lane for him, but he decides not to take it to the hole. Now at the cleppy top of the key. Now to Joey Coppola with 20 on the shot clock. 2.15 to go in the first quarter. Mattis Coppola in the lane. His shot up no good. Ball slapped out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. As they say, it went off of Landon Davis. Maroons have not attempted a three-point shot yet, which is rare for them, which is two minutes to go in the first quarter, but are just two of seven right now from the field. All right, 2.09 to go. Shot clock has been reset for the Maroons. They lob it into from one Coppola to another. Joey to Maddox. Joey going baseline, cut off. Now there's a mismatch as in the lineup, Sandro Billick in there. And he and I'll tell you what, Joey Coppola saw that and drew the foul on Billick, and that'll be his first. And, and that will be, what, a free throws being shot as that'll be Billick's first foul and team foul number two on Waukee Northwest. So each team has two fouls here in the first quarter. It was a good job by Joey as he recognized the, the mismatch. Much quicker player than he is uh, than, than Billick. And baited Billick one way and, and went hard to his left and threw the foul. First free throw no good by Joey Coppola. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Fast Signs. Blessman International, our thanks to Catholic Tuition Organization and our thanks to Skeffington's Formal Wear. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo. Second free throw by Coppola, no good. Joey missed them both. And the rebound out to Waukee Northwest. The Wolves make a change. We mentioned Sandro Billick, a 6'5 senior, one of eight seniors on this Northwest club. Billick has the ball. They try to lob it inside to Davis, and it's stolen away as the Maroons decided to front Davis, and they get, get away with the steal. Now Nick Frerichs in the lineup for Dowling, number three. So Maroons in the front court. Frerichs underneath, a shot up and good. The basket will count. And a foul on Waukee Northwest. Mack Heitland in there, and he couldn't keep up with him. Heitland just checked in. Great job by Nick Ferris coming off the bench. Seeing that little uh, seam in, in the defense by Northwest and penetrating to the hole and finishing at the rim. Drawing the end one. Seven to six, our score. Northwest with a one-point lead. Frags free throw, no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling and Broderick. Now Joey Coppola, corner three. Banks it off the glass. Good. Banks opening Waukee tonight. And the Maroons retake the lead 9-7. Tough angle, and but you know what? I'd be lucky than good tonight uh, in any way you can get it. 9-7 Maroons. Minute 15 to go here in the first quarter. Pretty good crowd here on a Friday night. The winners move on to Tuesday night for the sub-state title. Now Wolves take it underneath, and we've got a blocking foul on Dowling. And taking it to the hole with aggression that time was... Grant Tiggis, and he drew the blocking foul. He'll go to the line. Fouls on Joey Capole of Dowling. Just a bizarre call. You don't really see that out of the official from the sideline calling a charge at the at the baseline where, where you had an official at the baseline seeing that play the whole way. But one official believed he saw it one way and came in and overruled the call. First free throw good by Tiggis. He's now three out of four at the uh, free throw line. Dowling 9, Waukee Northwest 8. 65 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Second free throw up, good. 
So Tigges now four of five at the line. He has four points, nine all. Dowling and Waukee Northwest. Wolves can play a little two for one as uh, we have 55 seconds to go. And now Frerich's trying to post up his man. That's Mac Heitland, and Heitland has picked up his second foul. I think the Maroons have seen something on film and really scouted it that they want to post up the, the, the guards of, of Northwest tonight, as you've seen uh, both uh, uh, Frerichs at that time posting up Heitland, and then you've seen Klepi at times. Runs inbound the ball with 50 seconds remaining here in the first quarter, tied at nine. Here's Metten down the lane, in the lane, shot up, and didn't have a good grip on it, no good, and the put back up and good by Nick Frerichs. Boy, is he a basket hugger there with the offensive board. Well, a senior opportunity, kid coming off the bench. They got a whistle and a foul, and they're going to whistle on Frerichs. He tried to go right through Austin Pappenberg setting the screen. Oh, check that. It'll be on Broderick. He and Frerichs were trying to go through a screen. Yeah, I, I saw the same thing. I thought they were going to call it on Frerichs there and saying that uh, Broderick extended. Uh, officials may get to together here, and they will. Chad Schellmeyer, Ben Miles, and Steve Schultz. They're going to leave it the same. Fourteen foul on Dowling, four on Waukee Northwest. So if there's a foul here in the final 34 seconds of the quarter, it'll be a two-shot foul as both teams will be in the penalty. Across the timeline, dribbling is Luke Hart. Let the clock wind down. Shot clock turned off. 20 seconds remaining in the on the game clock. Now to Inman, Maverick with it, guarded by Riddick Metten. Dowling stays man-to-man. They brought Tigus all the way out between the circles. They get it to Coase, right side, three-pointer by Tigus. good. They set that up for Tigus on the right wing for three, and now three-quarter court shot is up and no good. So Tigus leading all scores for Waukee. He has seven points in the first half, the first quarter. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Waukee Northwest 12, Dowling 11, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale will return to the Waukee Northwest gym for the second quarter in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at fastsigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. And we're back here at the Waukee Northwest Gym. As we start the second quarter, Dowling with the basketball. Waukee Northwest leads Dowling 12 to 11 as we start the second quarter here at Northwest High School. Dowling with the ball in the corners. Riddick Metten and he got uh, the ball tipped away and it went off his knee. So out of bounds to the Wolves after a turnover. And Jimmy, you got to look at first quarter numbers. First quarter numbers for the Maroons. The Maroons go five of 12 from the from the field. 
uh, five rebounds and one turnover. For Northwest, uh, Northwest two of five from the field, which included two of two from three, four rebounds and three turnovers. You know, we, we talked uh, at the break, 12 total points for Northwest, six of those coming from the free throw line. Here's Tigas for three, left wing, it's no good. Rebound Dowling and Maddox Coppola. So Maroon's going with uh, both Coppola brothers at guards, Maddox and Joey. Nick Frerichs in as the third guard. Dante Catabo in as the fourth guard. And Joe Broderick at center, so a four-guard lineup for the Maroons. Here's Broderick dribbling baseline, and he is a cut off and fouled by Alston Pappenberg. On Pappenberg, that'll be his first foul. Team foul number one here in the second quarter. I love seeing the Maroons attack in the basket, really not settling for a three-point shot early in the possessions that we've seen time and time again throughout the year. Maroons are being more aggressive going downhill tonight, uh, that's for sure. That is so important to attack the glass. And, you know, the settling for threes, you know, once in a while when it's there, but sometimes it's it's not always there. Here's Broderick underneath, pulls up, is shot up, and overshot the basket. No good. The rebound comes out to Waukee Northwest and Grant Tigges, who dribbles up against Frerichs. Now underneath in the lane, and we've got a whistle and an offensive foul on Waukee Northwest as they're going to get Austin Pappenberg with the offensive foul on the illegal screen. Two quick fouls on Pappenberg here in the – in the second quarter, going to substitute him out, bring Landon Davis back into the game. So Davis will check in. 12 to 11 is our score. Northwest with a one-point lead over Dowling. 6.40 to go second quarter here at the Northwest Gym. Cataldo with it. Northwest stays man-to-man. They work the right side. Cataldo right wing. Now they reverse to the left side. Here's Maddox Coppola. Maddox wanted to drive in the lane as he's guarded by Coase. To get it to Cataldo, who's isolated. Now backs in. It shot off the glass. Good. He backed in. Luke Hart for the basket. Great job by Dante there. It's an incredible dribble drive by Dante. Forcing to his left and then reversed dribble to his right and gets a nice easy layup. Now Coase underneath. And one D does uh, deserves another. His shot up and no good. Offensive rebound. Joaquin Northwest. Coast with a three-pointer no good. But the follow-up up and good by Grant Tigas, who has nine points in this uh, contest. Two offensive rebounds there for Waukee Northwest to get that shot. Dowling with the ball, trailing by one. Here's Frerichs with it. Dribbles baseline, cut off nicely by Tigges. Now out to Broderick. He's running cutters through, and they can't get the uh, pass off, so Frerichs will take it with 10 on the shot clock. Five and a half on the game clock here in the second quarter. Nick gets it over to Coppola for three. Up, good. Joey Coppola right over Maverick Inman for the score. Tremendous shot by Joey Coppola. Well guarded. Uh, really gets elevated on his jump shot. Uh, but big three-point shot by Joey Coppola. And it's a quick catch and shoot, too. He's got a quick release. Now a long three. In and out, no good. And a rebound out to Dowling and Joe Broderick. Marin center grabs it out of there. Dowling in the front court. Matt's Coppola. Out of his brother, Joey. Dowling by two, 16-14. Maroon's largest lead has been two. Northwest's largest lead has been three. Wolves stay in man-to-man defense. Now a cut underneath, and that's Cataldo. His shot off the glass, good. He beat his man to the basket, and that was Luke Hart. How just about a, that? Just a tremendous play by the Maroons as they're working their, their smaller guards across the lane and, and trying to take care of mismatches, but... You know, give it up to, to Dante and, and both Nick Frerichs coming off the bench and providing big, big points in the paint 
uh, for, for both those individuals. 18-14, Dowling by four, and this is a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Jimmy, your thoughts thus far? Foul trouble and Dowling's shot selection. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, the shot selection you can see in Dowling's offensive set, there's not a ton of movement outside the three-point line as they're trying to trying to uh, post up their smaller guards. You see Frerichs, uh, when he's in, he's posting up his guy often, and then Dante's coming across the lane and trying to get those, those high-percentage shots. And so the Maroons haven't settled for the three-point shot as much as where they are attacking the basket on the offensive end. Joey Coppola with six points to lead the Maroons here in this first half. Northwest with the basketball, trailing by four. Now they get it to Luke Hart. And now an offensive foul on the uh, Wolves. Grant Tigas catching the pass. He had to go through traffic. And the other way we go with the foul, that'll be his first. And his third team foul on the Wolves here in the second quarter. So Dowling two fouls away from the penalty. Northwest makes it so hard to defend because they are so good without the basketball, the movement that they create, and then the... And the, and, and the picking and setting up players off the ball makes it so hard for them to, to defend. Coast picks up the foul. That'll be his first for Northwest. That's a 14 foul. And that was away from the action. That was when somebody was cutting underneath the basket and uh, whistled for the foul. Dowling with the ball. Here's Metten with it. Top of the key to Maddox Capola. Dowling by four, 18-14. Four minutes, 15 seconds remaining. Second quarter here. Here at the Wolves' gym, 20 on the shot clock. Capola dribbles between the circles, top of the key, guarded by Hart. Dowling just trying to pick a side to go on. Metten with it. Riddick spins in the lane, now cut off nicely by Tigas. Kicks it out to Joey Capola with seven on the shot clock. Joey with it, in the lane, down the lane. He goes, shot the left, is up and good. The basket will count. He dives into the photographer underneath, and they'll count it. Foul is on. The Wolves, Maverick Inman, his first. Again, playing downhill, and that's time and time again for the Maroons tonight. They're playing downhill, attacking the basket. Riddick met a couple times in there during that set, trying to attack the basket, didn't see it, kicks it back out to Joey. As the clock is going down, Joey attacks the basket, draws the foul, and and, uh, and finishes at the rim. Capola with eight points, free throw, good. So Joey Capola with nine points to lead Dowling here in the first half. Maroons by seven, their largest lead of the night. 21-14 Dowling, Northwest with the basketball, right to left in front of us, and now on the offensive end. Here's Grant Tigas with it, hands it off to Inman, dribbles the free throw line, now they kicks it out to Hart for three, it's no good. Rebound Dowling and Joey Coppola. Joey waits for his teammates across the timeline, and Rins will work their half-court set with 3.20 to go in the, in the half. Now a lob underneath to... Metten, and he has the ball slapped off his leg and turnover against the Maroons. Riddick had isolation, and they did a great job getting it to him, Jimmy. Had the possession, had the spot, but just didn't wasn't balanced. Had to use a dribble, and when he used the dribble, it went off and, uh, and had to force a turnover. Now Maddox Coppola picks up the foul. As that'll be his second. 3.08 to go in the half. Dowling 21. Waukee Northwest 14. They lob it in to Landon Davis. Now he backs in against Metten, kicks it back out. And now we've got three seconds on Landon Davis. When he kicked it out, Jimmy, he just stayed in the lane. Well, they, 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 they throw the feed into the paint, throw the feed into the paint, and then when uh, the Landon gets the ball, he's working broader to the, to the basket. 
But once you don't put up that shot and you kick it out, the officials are going to call a three-second violation. I, I think he, he let it out. You know, he, he kicked it out and he wanted it back. And he forgot to get out of the lane. They Wilson for the three-second, which we've seen very few times this year. Is that the guy you saw? That's, that's my, the guy that's who knows you. That's my neighbor. My gosh. A three-pointer by Kleppy, top of the key. It's no good. And the rebound out to Waukee Northwest. Bulls getting the front court. Inman. Now cross-court pass to Coase underneath. Backs in, layup up, good. The basketball count and a foul on Dowling. Good job by Coase. He used his body to match up, and they'll whistle Dowling for the foul. It'll be on Joe Broderick, his second. Maroon's got all out of sort on that defensive set as the cross pass uh, really caught Metten off guard a little bit as he raced out to his, uh, reached out to Coase. Coase goes around him and attacked the basket, drew the foul. Second field goal for Waukee Northwest this quarter. Free throw is good by Coase, where he's three for three and has five points. Cuts to Dowling, lead the four, 21-17. Dowling, Maroons in the front court. Broderick stays in with two fouls. Joey Capola in there. Dante Cataldo checked into that last dead ball. Cataldo with it, left wing. Now top of the key to Capola. Joey. And he draws the foul, and that's something the Waukee kids are not used to. Tigas will pick up the foul because that was allowed at times during the year, and today that is, right. that is uh, you know, uh, too closely guarding a player. You can't hold. Well, you, you get in, into the, these environments, these games, you want to call these as correct as you can, and, and those bodies, when you use two hands to guard, you're going you're gonna to get a foul call on you. But that's the 16th foul now on Northwest for the quarter, so Dowling's going to the free throw line on every foul committed by Northwest. Capola misses the first free throw. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Bose and the Flores, Ashworth Vision Clinic. Our thanks to Fast Signs and Blessman International. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Second free throw by Capola is good. And it's 22-17, Dowling by five. Capola with 10 points to lead the Maroons here in the first half. Wolves in the front court. Walking Northwest right to left in front of us. Landon Davis now leads it for Coase. They lob it back to Davis. His dunk shot is no good. Pops out, but he gets the rebound. Gets it to Hart for three. It's no good. Offensive rebound. Tigas is put back up and good. So another flurry of offensive boards, and Tigas wins that battle. He's got 11. Now an offensive foul on Dowling as Frerichs backs in and commits the charge. So on Nick, that'll be his first foul. Third team foul on Dowling with a minute 40 to play in the half. Dowling by three. It'll be Northwest basketball here, Jimmy. Pretty furious uh, a couple possessions there as they ran a play for Landon Davis at the rim to, to dunk it in, and he comes up short on it. But two offensive rebounds again for Northwest. Gives them the basket, and then, then the offensive uh, foul gives them the ball again here to cut the lead. Well, Dowling started with two guards. Now they're in their three-guard lineup with uh, Frerichs. Cataldo and Joey Coppola, and Metten and Broderick in the lane, and now down the lane for Northwest, layup good, and I'll tell you what, it's been Coase that's been leading the comeback for Waukee Northwest. He now has seven points, and it's a one-point Dowling lead, 22-21, 65 seconds remaining. Now, here's Broderick reverse layup. It's no good, and the rebound out to Northwest and Luke Hart. Now a long three coming, left it short. Did Grant Tigas rebound? Waukee Northwest with 50 seconds remaining in the half. 
Wolves get it inside to Davis. It's poked away nicely from behind. I think Metton got a piece of it right in the hands of Joey Coppola. Now Frerichs with it. 40 seconds on the game clock, 27 on the shot clock. So Maroons will have to get a shot off before Waukee Northwest will have another possession. Now they lob it into Metton. Riddick, a backdoor cut to Coppola, and it's out of bounds off of Joey. Sometimes you just kind of trying to thread the needle a little bit, and Riddick tried to do that with a very tight window, turnover against the Maroons. Well, the Maroons are, are, are constantly trying to post up one of their men uh, at, at, at the block, and the thing is if they're not going to get the inbound pass or the, in, in, the input pass into the lane, they got to continue to rotate through, but they're just not moving very well, and, and, and it's causing a lot of issues on the Maroons' offensive set, and they're just so much better when they, they don't get the ball then move and just keep rotating your, your offensive guys throughout. Shot clock turned off. Waukee Northwest in possession of the basketball. As we have 10 seconds remaining in the first half, Dowling 22, Northwest 21. In the hands of Luke Hart. Comes off a ball screen and now picked up nicely by Cataldo. Now driving baseline is Coase. Pull up jumper good at the horn, and they will count it. And Coase has been the backbreaker for the Maroons. He has seven of his nine points here in the second quarter. And we go to halftime with Waukee Northwest leading Jimmy 23-22 over Dowling. Just such such a, a, a good first half for both teams, and they both found success attacking the basket. And uh, the Maroons, you know, got away from that a little bit, uh, getting the ball in, inside to some of their guards and get, find that mismatch. They got away from that a little bit and uh, allowed Northwest to fight themselves back into this game and, and go into the half up one. We'll take a two-minute break here at halftime from the Northwest gym. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadeo, our halftime score, Waukee Northwest 23, Dowling Catholic 22. The winner of this game plays Tuesday night in Marshalltown against the winner of Ottumwa and Cedar Falls. That game going on in Cedar Falls tonight, and we'll catch you up after this two-minute break with our scoring and statistics here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Faith Check with Greg Ewell on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. On this Faith Check, we're talking about tradition. For many Christians, tradition can be a sort of dirty word. This is probably because of Jesus' harsh words for the traditions of the Pharisees, who added unnecessary rituals and ignored the weightier matters of God's law. But some traditions can be good and helpful in our spiritual journey. Things like putting up a nativity scene, praying the rosary, or fasting. These are traditions with a small t. They aren't doctrines, but they're customs we do as Catholics to help us draw closer to God. Catholics also speak of sacred tradition with a capital T. This is the very message of Christ that has been faithfully handed down to us from the apostles. For example, in 2 Thessalonians 2.15, St. Paul says to stand firm and hold to the traditions you were taught by us, either by word of mouth or by letter. Here, Scripture itself is teaching that the Word of God can come to us both through written Scripture and oral tradition. Either way, we are to receive it equally as God's Word. For a synopsis of sacred tradition today, pick up your copy of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. This is Greg Ewell for Faith Check. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization, a great investment in our kids. 
Support for programming is provided by construction professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. And we're back here at the Waukee Northwest Gym. Substate semifinal Class 4A basketball tonight here in Iowa Catholic Radio. We're at halftime, and Waukee Northwest leads Dowling 23-22. Northwest got out to a 12-11 first quarter lead, and both teams played to an 11-11 tie. And Tiggis Basket at the horn is uh, what won the quarter for uh, Waukee Northwest because uh, Jim Dowling had the lead, and it was the lead that ballooned up to seven points at one time most of that second quarter. Well, you look at what you're seeing on the court in the first half, you know, which team is, is playing a little bit differently than what they showed on film, and I would give that to the Maroons. The Maroons are playing a lot different than they have over the past uh, uh, several games. They're attacking the basket more. They're not selling for the three-point shot. The Maroons with only four three-point attempts in that first half, so gives Northwest an opportunity to get, come into the half, up one, adjust on, on, on how Dowling's playing offensively a little bit different because Northwest is playing the way they've played throughout they're moving well without the basket they're finding their three-point shooters off back cuts away from the ball and uh and then they've hit a couple and i think the thing that northwest is doing so well against the maroons is that they're attacking the offensive glass and and, and have gotten a, a, what three three offensive rebounds and, and all three of them have been converted into points and it's been andrew coase who's been leading the way for uh Northwest. He has uh, seven of his nine points in that second quarter after uh, Tiggis got off to a great start. He had one field goal, but Tiggis went four out of five at the free throw line in the first quarter. It's been all coast in the second quarter. He's been the guy that's really stepped up for Waukee Northwest. And for Dowling, you know, obviously Joey Coppola, that second quarter started feeling a little bit. Off the bench, your son, Dante title four points he contributed. And then the Maroons just kind of hanging in there, not doing anything crazy. But uh, Riddick Menton hasn't really found. He's more of a second-half player anyway. We've known that about Riddick, but he, he was held at two points in halftime. Well, what, what the Maroons are doing offensively that really takes Riddick out of what, ta- what type of a, uh, offensive game he has is really trying to get Riddick and, and, and uh, Ryan Kleppe and, and Joe Broderick and, and those guys to create their own uh, a shot off the dribble at the top of the key. And just Riddick isn't, isn't that fluid as he can play downhill and try to create a shot that way. Riddick is so much better posting up his guys, getting an entry pass, and seeing what he can do at that point. He just really is not uh, you know, that great of a ball handler at top of the key to play downhill. But you can see that that is the way the Maroons are playing this offensively, is trying to create shots uh, off the dribble drive from the top of the key and post up some of their smaller guards on, uh, on some of Northwest's uh, 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 smaller uh, yet uh, uh, pretty effective uh, defenders. We're going to see in the second half what coaching adjustments because this is the third time the two teams have played and it's kind of been like you know they're all kind of feeling each other out. It didn't help that we got we started we had a tip off then we had a, like a five to seven minute delay because of the shot clock and game clock uh, apparatus being uh, malfunctioning and so the kids didn't get in the flow until probably midway through the first quarter. We'll see how that all works out here in the second half and what uh, coaching strategy goes on. And Jim, you got to look at first half numbers for both Waukee Northwest and Dowling. So for, for the Maroons in the first half, they're 9 of 19 from the field uh, for 47%, 8 total rebounds and on 5 turnovers, uh, which includes 2 of 6 from the free throw line uh, the Maroons were. For uh, Waukee Northwest, 7 of 18 from the field, 
12 total rebounds or out rebounding the Maroons and then uh, seven total turnovers but they've uh, got seven points from the free throw line Northwest did in the first half going seven of eight uh, from the free throw line in the first half for Northwest all right for Dowling and scoring as the Maroons are the visiting team tonight they are led by at halftime Joey Coppola with 10 points followed by Nick Frerichs and Dante Cataldo both off the bench with four points each Ryan Kleppe has not scored in this uh, in this game neither has Joe Broderick for the Maroons, but uh, Mattis Capola with two points and Riddick Metton with two points. You mentioned Dowling, two of six at the free throw line in the first half. For Waukee Northwest, Landon Davis has not scored in this contest. Their leading scorer is Grant Tiggis with 11 points. He had seven of those 11 in the first quarter. He's followed by Andrew Coase, who has seven of his nine points in the second quarter. Rounding out scoring for Waukee Northwest, Maverick Inman with three points. Luke Hart has yet to score. We mentioned Landon Davis not scoring. Mac Heitland off the bench did not score, and neither did Sandro Billick. As, again, Walkie Northwest jumped out to a 12-11 first quarter lead. Both teams played to an 11-11 tie in the second quarter, and the Wolves lead it here by, at halftime, 23-22. I'm curious as to what adjustments we may see as Dowling is out of the locker room first and they're warming up. Northwest still in the locker room at halftime. Well, what I think the Maroons need to do a whole lot better is is moving without the basketball. I think you're finding guys that are just standing in place, and it just is it it, it, it really forces the Maroons to play one on one from outside the three point range. Which, you know, other than Joey Coppola, who has really good dribbling skills, and the Maroons just are not that effective playing downhill, trying to attack the basket where they have been effective, is on the back cuts, attacking the basket from. Uh, 10 feet out uh, in, in trying to create shots that way. It just has not been that effective. So moving without the basketball, I think, has to be one of the things that the Maroons out there just put up your Northwest. I think continue to do what you're doing well, and what they're doing well is moving well without the basket. They're finding back cuts away from the ball, finding Tiggis uh, open uh, for, for three-point shots, as well as Coast getting away from their guards on back cuts and, uh, and finding effective ways to get to the basket there. And time now for our Dowling Catholic High School Activity Spotlight. Congratulations to February's recipient. That's Emma Hazel, Dowling Catholic Class of 2024, for being a recognized witness to the very best of faith, academics, and student activities. And you can hear Emma's interview with John Leonetti and Deacon Mark Campbell on the Catholic Morning Show uh, by visiting the Iowa Catholic Radio podcast page at iowacatholicradio.com. It's under Friday, February 2nd. And thank you to our sponsor of Dowling Catholic High School Activity Spotlight, Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology in Clive, offering a wide range of aesthetic and wellness services and providing customized care to have you looking your best. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. We'll take a one-minute break, come back with the second half, Dowling and Waukee Northwest. Boys Substate, Class 4A Substate, semifinal will return with Waukee Northwest leading at halftime 23-22 over Dowling on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, honey, did you get the takeout from the fish fry? Fish and chips. Oh, you got anything to go with the chips? Chips and dip. Well, what's this other sauce for? Dip the fish. Iowa Catholic Radio knows that some of the best fish fries in the heartland happen right here in our listening area. Email contact at iowacatholicradio.com to add your fish fry to our fish fry finder. Check out the other fish fries happening across the listening area at iowacatholicradio.com. Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology provides advanced and medical aesthetics, body contouring, wellness, and spa services. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. Thank you, Brightside Aesthetics, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One. Live your best life with Mercy One. With Iowa's largest network of care locations, personalized care is right in your neighborhood. Schedule online at mercyone.org. And we're back here at Walkie Northwest High School. We are attempting to start the second half, Dowling. Trailing by one, it's walking Northwest 23, Dowling 22. Northwest had the basketball first. Joey Coppola forces a turnover off of Andrew Coase, and then we were sitting here for several minutes because they were trying to get something worked out. The scorer's table, like we started the game, but Dowling with the ball, first uh, the first turnover in the second half against Northwest, Jimmy. Well, that's what the Maroons, the Maroons uh, got a quick turnover, and I think too much time went off the clock, so they added some time to make sure that the clock was set to the right uh to the right uh, number. Okay, well, Dowling with the ball, and the Maroons look like going with their starting five, Maddox and Joey Coppola, Joe Broderick, Riddick Metten, and Ryan Kleppe, who have the ball now. Two on the shot clock, and here's Coppola for three. No good. Offensive rebound, Riddick Metten. He puts it up and in. Uh, from the weak side, Riddick comes down the baseline, grabs the rebound, and puts it in. All good looks. Joey Coppola has a nice look. Kick out from Maddox, uh, but uh, Riddick Metten there for the offensive rebound, and putting it back in, and the Maroons are continuing to take the ball to the basket and scoring at the at the rim. 24-23, Dowling by one. Now underneath, they get Tigges, and they're going to call in for the travel. Second turnover of the second half on Waukee Northwest. Northwest averaging 10 turnovers on the on the year, and that's turnover number nine for the game for, uh, for Waukee Northwest. Winner of this game will play the winner of Cedar Falls and Atumwa. That game will be in Marshalltown Tuesday night, 7 o'clock at the Roundhouse in Marshalltown. Jimmy? Northwest is coming out with full court pressing the Maroons. Looks like it's uh, man-to-man. Man-to-man. So Joey Coppola will get it across the timeline, gets it to his brother Maddox, but it goes through his hands, into the hands, fortunately for Dowling to Joe Broderick. Dowling by one. Maroons' largest lead has been seven in the first half. The Wolves' largest lead has been three in the first half, and now we've got a whistle and a foul call on the baseline on Waukee Northwest. Entry pass to Ryan Kleppe as he was posting up Coase, and as the ball uh, entered into the lane, Coase uh, kind of got underneath Kleppe a little bit. That's and, his and second foul. foul, yep. Moons will inbound the ball. They go right to left, wearing their road uniforms, Dowling with their all maroon with black trim and silver numbers, Waukee Northwest in their white home jerseys, royal blue trim. And silver lining underneath Kleppe, and we got an offensive foul on Ryan as he backed in. It's not giving much body at all as, as, as Kleppe gets the entry pass, a nice position against against Coast there, and uh, just nudged him a little bit, but Coast uh, was squared up, and a little bit of flopping going on on that one. But <laughs> Kleppe and Broderick yet to score in this contest for Dowling. Luke Hart. And Landon Davis, two starters for Waukee Northwest who have not scored in this contest. So, a little scoring game. Northwest with the ball. Top of the key is Inman with it. Dribbles inside. Now kicks it out in the corner to Coase. Now top of the key for three. It's no good by Tigges. Rebound Dowling and Riddick Menton. Outlet pass goes to Broderick. Joe in the lane. Kicks it out to Maddox Coppola for three. Good! Maddox Coppola for three. And Dowling has opened up a four-point lead, 27-23. All created by Joe Broderick's uh, attack in the basket and then kick out to wide open uh, Maddox Coppola. And Maddox with his fifth point, but back comes Waukee Northwest in the lane and a shot up and good by Tigas, who now has 13 points. 
So that's something that the Maroons had happen to them. Once they score, Northwest immediately down court and get it to one of their bigs. Now Metten for three, left corner, it's no good, and a rebound out to Waukee Northwest and Tiggis. Grant will dribble in the front court, stops top of the key. Leaves it right side to Inman. Now in the corner it goes, a long three, good by Andrew Coase, who has come up big tonight. He's got 12 points for Northwest. Maroon's got to play through a lot of contact as, as uh, Northwest is so good at setting screens and the Maroons are falling off their feet on screens. they got to fight through those, those body checks because they're leaving a lot of Northwest guys wide open on kickout passes. All right, here's Broderick. Northwest stays man-to-man. Hands it off to Joey Capola. Now Joey dribbles between the circles. One-point lead. Northwest leads it by one. 4.45 to go third quarter. Now down the lane. Capola shot no good. Tipped by Broderick no good. And he's pushed out of bounds, and they're going to give it to Northwest. They're going to say Joe fell out of bounds. But there's a lot of contact there, and you move forward. It'll be Northwest basketball. I, you got the look they, they wanted it's, as Inman came out on Joey Capola well past the three-point line, and Joey is so quick on the dribble. Uh, but Northwest did a nice job coming off their guy and really contesting Joey, uh, Joey Capola's dribble drive, stopping at the at the rim. Here's Inman now over to Hart for three, and that's his first basket. Luke Hart come in averaging just under 10 points. That's his first three of the night. He's got 37 made on the year, dowling on the other end. Runes trail by four, 31-27, and this is Northwest Wolves' largest lead of the night, four over Dowling as we approach the four-minute mark here in the third quarter. Here's Capola with it. Now to Broderick on the left elbow. Kicks it back out to Mattis Capola. Northwest stays man-to-man. Maddox with it. Five on the shot clock in the lane. Pull-up jumper up and good. Strong move by Maddox Capola. He got isolated, Jimmy, and he just scored his seventh point. Matt, Maddox is, is, is a young, young, young sophomore who was pretty effective on the dribble, so... He is somebody who can create his shot playing downhill, and he's uh, he's converting at the rim tonight. Now underneath, Landon Davis, his shot up and good. Landon's first basket of the night, and now a couple of those uh, starters for Waukee Northwest no longer have goose eggs next to him. Reverse layup by Capola is no good. He had to go through Landon Davis, rebound out to the Wolves. Dowling going cold from the field, trails by four. Now in the lane, pull-up jumper, no good. Missing everything is Luke Hart and a rebound out to Dowling with uh, about three minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Maroons trail by four, trying to get that lid off the basket. Here's Capola, who's guarded by Maverick Inman. Now to Joey, now to uh, Matt, uh, Maddox Capola. Over to Metten. Now to Maddox, nearly lost it, but gained it back. Overplaying the pass was Tigas. Eight on the shot clock. Here's Maddox Capola. Between the circles, down the lane, kicks it out to Broderick. Fadeaway jumper off the glass, no good. And a rebound out to Northwest, and the Wolves' defense has picked up a little bit here in the third quarter. Well, that's that's their adjustment is force Dowling to dribble around them, which they know that they don't have too many guys on the court that can do that. In the lane, pull-up jumper up and good, and that is Landon Davis with back-to-back baskets. He now has four points, 35-29, Wolves by six. Kleppy now with the basketball and a timeout Dowling. And we'll see what Coach Einerson wants. 2.10 to go here in the third quarter. We'll take a one-minute break. That's what they want. It's Waukee Northwest 35, Dowling 29 in this boys' class 4A sub-state semifinal here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
I'm Father Thomas Loya, and this week on Light of the East on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, does abstaining from meat, dairy, sweets, wine, oil, music, entertainment, and iPhones throughout all of Lent seem unreasonable? Is doing penitential prostrations on the floor and going to church and confession more often seem extreme? Actually, is the norm that Lent brings us back to. Light of the East, Sunday mornings at 1030 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. And we're back here at the Walking Northwest Gym. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadeo with 2.09 to go, third quarter. Walking Northwest leads Dowling 35-29. The Maroons call a timeout. And they have the ball at half court. Dante Cataldo, Nick Frerichs in the lineup for the Maroons. Now in the lane, here's Maddock, or here's Riddick Metten. His shot partially blocked, but rebounded by Klepp, by Broderick. He'll shoot the three, it's no good. And now a loose ball foul called on Waukee Northwest. They're going to get coast for the foul. Good job that time by Nick Frerichs. You know he's going to be around the basketball. Well, and Nick's brought a lot of energy when he's come off the off the bench tonight. He's really given the Maroons a, a big jolt of energy as they as they need that so desperately as uh, as Nick fought hard for that offensive rebound. That's the third foul on Coase. Maroons inbound the ball underneath their own basket. Minute 50 to play. 35-29. Waukee Northwest by six. Maroons have had a Scoring drought here in the third quarter. Now here's Metten with it. Metten guarded by Tigas, gets in the lane and draws the foul. And they're going to say before the shot, I believe. With the out of bounds to Dowling and a brand new shot clock for the Maroons. The whistled on Tigas, that's his third. So Tigas and Coase with three fouls each. And Coase will have a seat on the bench. And the Wolves now will bring in Mac Heitland. Heitland, a six-foot freshman. As Dowling inbounds the ball into the backcourt. So Frerichs retrieves it. He's guarded by Heitland. Nick backing in. Gets down the right block. Kicks it out to Broderick for three. It's no good. And the rebound comes out to Grant Tigas and Northwest. Cold shooting by the Maroons. It's not going to be a good third-quarter stat. Wolves with it. Here's Hart with it. Bounces it into Davis. Backs in against Broderick. Now finds a cutter, reverse layup, good. Tigas was the cutter, and beautiful pass by Landon Davis. It's it's, it's the entry pass that uh, you know, the Maroons have to do better, not getting, allowing Landon Davis to get that ball so deep into the paint as that caused a bunch of issues two weeks ago here at, at Northwest. Eight-point lead for Northwest, 37-29 over Dowling. Final 50 seconds of the third quarter, 10 on the shot clock. Broderick goes around traffic, his shot up, good. Finally got it to fall, and that's Joe's first basket. He has two points. And Waukee Northwest, it's the ball down court. Here's Davis with it. Up top it goes to Tigas, now underneath to Davis, on the left block. His pass underneath, stolen away by Dante Cataldo. Out to Metten, Riddick wants to drive, is cut off nicely, 20 seconds. On the game clock, the shot clock is turned off. The Maroons trail by six. 
Runs are just going to go for the last shot here, and they had an opportunity to attack in the rim, but pulled it out. Look at the last shot with eight seconds. Here's Ferrix. Dowling going into a 1-4 set. We get it out to Coppola. Joey for three. He'll leave it short. And it's rebounded by Tigas, and that's how the third quarter will end with the score. Waukee Northwest, 37. Dowling Catholic, 31. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale will return for the fourth quarter of this boys' class 4A substate semifinal. The winner moves on to Marshalltown on Tuesday night, takes on the winner of Cedar Falls and Marshall. Cedar Falls uh, and Atoma, which is going on right now, will return after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for programming funded by Blessman International. We bring the good news of the gospel of South African children and their families through faith formation and locally sustainable programs. As the Fellowship of Christian Athletes location for all South Africa, our Sports for Christ complex provides student access to friendly competition where discipline and dedication are developed. Learn how you can support programs like Sports for Christ or experience the hands-on engagement of a mission trip at blessmaninternational.org. Support for programming is provided by Construction Professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. And we're back here at the Northwest Gym here in Waukee. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo underway in the fourth quarter, Northwest leads Dowling Catholic 37-31 as the Wolves outscore Dowling 14-9 in the third quarter. Here's Broderick with it for Dowling. Dribbles baseline. Cut off. Kicks it back out. Here's Cataldo in the lane. He's cut off by Hart. Now back out to Metten. Riddick for three. It's good. Riddick with his fifth point of the second half. Seven in the contest. It's an enormous uh, shot at, at the beginning of the fourth to cut the lead to three. Uh, for the Maroons, but uh, big shot by Riddick Metten. And Dowling in a 1-2-2 zone here to start the fourth quarter. Jimmy, I look back at some of the keys you mentioned in our pregame. Defend Landon Davis and guard Tigas. That were some of the keys that you talked about, and be aware of them now. Corner three up and no good by the Wolves. Rebound Dowling and, Cap- and Cataldo. That corner three was no good. I believe it was Hart that took it. Dowling with the ball, a chance to tie or trail by one. They'll lob it into Frerichs underneath. Now he kicks it out to Broderick. He won't shoot it. Now to Coppola. Top of the key to Metten. Riddick for three. Up and off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Joaquin Northwest, but they save it right to Broderick. And he shoots the ball, gets tied up under the basket, and now whistling a foul on Northwest. Just a tremendous job by Nick Frerichs. <laughs> You know, fighting tooth and nail to get that offensive rebound. And as the ball is is is, is tipped to go out of bounds, Landon Davis saves it right into Joe uh, Broderick's hands, who's standing right at the basket. I didn't think he realized where he was at. And then when he put it up, it, it, he actually pinned the ball to the yeah. rim and came down To the down bottom of the it. rim. Yep, to the bottom of the rim. And then uh, he was tied up and then fouled by Maverick. Or check that. It was uh, on Heitland who picked up his third foul, so he's out of the game now. Dowling with the ball, brand-new shot clock, 6.20 to go, fourth quarter. The Maroons trail by three, but they have the basketball. It's been a long possession. Here's Nick Frerich, picks up his dribble, leaves it for Joey Coppola. Joey finds a seam, dribbles in the lane, jump stop, turnaround shot blocked from behind by Landon Davis. 
Rebound Northwest. The Maroons come up empty after having the ball for almost a minute and a half. Wolves with it in their front court on their offensive end. And now we got a timeout and a 30-second timeout called by head coach Brett Watson in his third year at Waukee Northwest. 37-34, Waukee Northwest by three over Dowling. Just under six minutes to play here in the third quarter. What are some of the stats coming into the third quarter, Jimmy? So coming into the third quarter, the Maroons uh, are now 13 of 31 from the field, 3 of 10 from threes, 12 total rebounds and six turnovers for Northwest, uh, really extended lead here in the, in, in the third quarter, but they're now 13 of 26 uh, from the field. Uh, made two big three-point shots in that third quarter. 17 total rebounds and 10 turnovers. So Maroons are, are losing the rebound uh, uh, category, but winning the turnover category. But uh, you've got to continue to guard the uh, the exit passes as they work the ball into Landon Davis. And the Maroons are changed up their defense to that 1-3-1 one, one zone. And a good timeout by Watson to get his guys under control to understand what they're going to run in that defense. And Maroons stay in that zone as uh, the Wolves now with the basketball, leading by three, eight on the shot clock, dribble driving the lane is close, and he draws the foul, and he'll get two free throws. Foul beyond Riddick Metten of Dowling, and that will be his first. So free throws coming through Andrew Coase, who had nine points at halftime and has hit a three-pointer. So in the third quarter, so now has 12 points. And his first free throw is good. Tonight's game on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, brought to you in part by the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, Blessman International, and our friends at Fast Signs. Second free throw good. So 14 points now for Andrew Coase to lead Waukee Northwest. The Wolves up 5, 39-34. Five and a half minutes left to go fourth quarter. Broderick for three, top of the key. It's no good. And the ball goes out of bounds off Dowling. Coppola tried to save it, but stepped on the baseline. Just a, a you know, early shot, and the Maroons have done so well working the ball down into the into the lane. And uh, just an early early three-point shot. And that's sometimes the Maroons' default is that they, they shoot right to early three-point shots in, in, in their offensive set, and that's kind of what you saw on that on that possession. All right, 5.15 left, fourth quarter. Waukee Northwest with the basketball, leading by five. 20 on the shot clock. Here's Hart. Gets the ball over to Landon Davis. Gets it back out to Hart. They play two-man catch. Now on the baseline, Davis goes around Broderick and slams it home. Wow. Strong move by Landon Davis. That is his eighth, six points, rather. Six points tonight, all in the second half. Now here's Cataldo underneath layup good as he went right around Luke Hart. Just attacking the basket, and then that, that time uh, Northwest was caught up deep in, in the backcourt, and then Dante gets a ball on the baseline and works it, attacking the basket, and finishes. Wolves with it. Inman underneath. Now back out to Hart for three. Good. Luke Hart starting to feel it. That is his second three of the night. He has six points after being held scoreless at halftime. 44-36. The lead is now eight for Waukee Northwest. 4.20 to go. Fourth quarter now. Blocking foul call on the Wolves. As that is Andrew Coase going to be whistled for the foul. And on Andrew, that will be his fourth foul. So that'll be decision time for Coach Watson. Right now they elect to leave him in. Possessions become so critical here with 4.20 left in the game, and the Maroons down eight. Just critical possessions, and then you got to defend. All right, Metten with it. Riddick dribbles in the lane, stops. 
Does a Euro step, his shot no good. Tipped by Frerichs, no good, but right into the hands of Tigges from Northwest and down court. A layup up and good by Maverick Inman, who ran the floor and got behind the Dowling defense. He has five points. 46-36, the Wolves' lead is now in double figures for the first time tonight. Ten-point lead with under four minutes to play. Now a steal by Inman down the court, and it's stolen away by Frerichs. Inman's hurt and shaken up on the floor. Dowling the other way. Here's Metten. Fakes the three. Pull-up jumper, left it short. Rebound Frerichs. And we've got an official timeout as Inman. They're going to slow this down, I think. Kind of a weird possession, weird spot in the Florida. Now we've got a full timeout called with 3.40 to go. We'll take it with them. 3.40 left to play fourth quarter. Walking Northwest by 10, 46-36 over Dowling. Back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at fastsigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. All right, final three minutes and 40 seconds of the fourth quarter of this boys' Class 4A substate semifinal. Walkie Northwest leads Dowling by 10, 46-36. Maroons have a brand-new shot clock. Here's Kleppi underneath. Ryan shot up and good. And on Kleppi, that is his first basket of the night here in the fourth quarter. Something that you expected to see more out of Ryan tonight is attacking it because he's been he's such a physical, uh, a, you know, great uh, individual who attacks, attacks a basket. Just haven't seen enough of it tonight out of Ryan Kleppi. All right, Waukee Northwest with the basketball into the lineup. Mac Heitland, who replaced uh, Maverick Inman, who was shaken up after that steal. Looks like he twisted his ankle as he lost the ball, and then Dowling got the turnover with Frerichs. Now in the lane, here's Coase, and we got uh, three, seconds. three seconds in the lane on Coase. So it'll be Dowling basketball forcing a turnover. Three minutes to play, and Northwest by eight. And we're going to see a little token man-to-man pressure in the backcourt by Waukee Northwest. Capola, this is Joey, taking it across the timeline, guarded by Luke Hart. So it's both Coppola brothers along with Riddick Metten, Joe Broderick, and Ryan Kleppi, the starting five. And now Maddox Coppola goes down the lane and draws a foul. They're going to say the foul was before the shot. Something you've seen out of the Maroons throughout the night is when Mac Heitland does get in the game that they're going to attack whoever he is guarding is attacking the the rim. And right now Maddox Coppola is is on Heitland. I got Heitland for four. They have him for three, but nonetheless, it's Dowling basketball. Brand new shot clock for the Maroons with 2.45 to go 
Here's Coppola with it. Lost his dribble, picked it up. Now left it for Broderick. Now pass over to Riddick Met and passes it back to Broderick. His shot up and no good, but he was fouled, and Joe will go to the line for two free throws. That's going to go on Tigas, which will be his fourth on the night. You're exactly right. Fourth foul on Tigas. Fourteen foul on Milwaukee Northwest. So Dowling will get two free throws the rest of the way on every Milwaukee Northwest foul. First free throw good by Joe Broderick, who has three points tonight, one field goal, and made his first free throw. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you in part by Construction Professionals, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Bozen the Florist, and Klein Electric. And our thanks to Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology in Clive. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo. Second free throw, no good by Broderick. He goes one for two at the line. Rebound, Walkie Northwest and Grant Tigas. 2.30 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling trails by seven. Wolves with it. Here's Hart. Oh, he got a big mismatch as Nick Frerich. I see that. Got caught on the pick. You got to hope for help defense there. Now in the lane. Inman nearly lost it. Inman back in after uh, being shaken up with his ankle. Now here's a steal by Coppola. Stepped in the fasting lane right in front of Tigas. His shot is up. Good. He beat Tigas to the basket. Coppola outraced him, and he's got 12 points. Everyone's got a break on that as, they, as that uh, mismatch with Frerichs on Landon Davis. Yeah, the guard, extra guard out there to go around him. 46-41, five-point lead for Waukee Northwest. Minute 40 to play, fourth quarter. Everyone's got to get up on their defense with him down five. That's two possessions they're down. Wolves with it, not in any hurry. Inman with 10 on the shot clock. We've got a timeout called by Waukee Northwest. And we'll keep it here with a minute 31 remaining in the fourth quarter. Waukee Northwest 46, Dowling 41. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale. Coach is coming down to possessions. It's Every co- possession is going gonna, is gonna to be the key to this game both ways. And, if, and you know, with the Maroons amplifying their defense, getting more up and into the face of, of Northwest, you're going to find a lot of success feeding the ball down low to Landon Davis. And if the Maroons collapse down, you know, Landon Davis tends to find his kickout passes pretty well. And uh, if, if Northwest can knock those down, which they have shown, uh, throughout the game, uh, it's going to be tough hauling for the Maroons just down five. The winner of this game will play the winner of Ottumwa and Cedar Falls. That game going on right now in Cedar Falls. The winners will play Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, in Marshalltown at the Roundhouse. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radar. We want to thank all of our supporters. This is our 47th year broadcasting Dowling Catholic Sports. They include construction professionals, Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. We appreciate their support all season long. I appreciate my partners, Scott Babinett, Jimmy Cataldo, Mike Berker, who's helped out a little bit, and uh, the coach, Mike Swain, Jr. Mike Swain, Jr. And, you know, he's gone MIA. Nobody knows. He's, he's getting ready for boys the, state basketball in two weeks. He's yeah. getting ready. Got a new tie, new polo. He's all set. All right, we got a... Violation before we start. I, there think, was, I think the shot, the, the clock didn't start. Yeah, we had eight seconds on the shot clock, and officials are now going to huddle up and send the teams back to their benches. This is how we started the game, Jimmy. <laughs> it's it's it's. I mean, you, you, you get you know, ramped up. You have the play drawn up. I think Watson, and then the Maroons are playing pretty good defense, and then all of a sudden stoppage. And so Chad Shellmeyer, the lead referee here tonight. Chad and his crew have done a great job. Ben Miles, Steve Schultz. Congratulations to them. They're they're trying to get everything synchronized. 
I know there was eight on the shot clock as far as the time I do not remember but they do not have the benefit of video replay. Even if they had it, they can't use it in high school yet. Well, I think the shot clock and, and the game clock are synchronized. So once once they press start, both of them go down, and only two seconds went off that clock. And I think they're probably going to say more like five to six seconds went off the clock. 46-41, Waukee Northwest with a five-point lead. Minute 28 left on the game clock at this time. I don't know if they're going to put more time up or, or what they're going to do, but... Uh, Six seconds left on the shot clock. Waukee Northwest possession. They're going left to right in front of us here at the Northwest gym. Beautiful facility. It's uh, three years old now. Hard to believe. And the Wolves inbound the ball. They get it over in the corner. A long three coming up. No good from the corner by Grant Tiggis, who's playing with four fouls. Rebound Dowling. Maroons trail by five. Big possession for the Maroons. Here's Joey Coppola for three, and it's off the rim. No good. Ball slapped around. It went off Northwest or Dowling. They say it went off Dowling. So it'll be Northwest basketball, and the Wolves will inbound underneath their own basket with a minute 10 to play. Throwing it in is Grant Tiggis. Gets it to Hart. Down the front court to Inman. Back over to Tiggis, down the lane, his shot's no good. Rebound Dowling, a minute to play. Maroons down two possessions. There's Maddox Coppola. Tries to dribble baseline, can't. Now out to Broderick. Joe with it. Dante Cataldo now in there on that last dead ball. To Coppola, in the corner to Broderick. Joe for three, up, good! Broderick with his sixth point. Timeout, Dowling will take a one-minute break. 46-44. Waukee Northwest by two, 41 seconds remaining. Back in a minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Contributions to CTL help pave the way for students to experience opportunity, greater knowledge, self-esteem, and success through Catholic education. CTO awards at least 90% of all annual revenue to eligible families. Applications for tuition assistance are being accepted now through April 15th. Learn more about how the Catholic Tuition Organization is a great investment in kids and their futures at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line is it's for the kids and their futures. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. And we're back here at the Waukee Northwest Gym. 46-44 Northwest by two points over Dowling Catholic. And the Wolves inbound the ball. They dribble across half court. And Landon Davis picks up his dribble, was converged on, but his coach bailed him out, called a timeout. So we're under another timeout. We'll keep it here as we have 36 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing by two. And, again, it's every possession. What are the Maroons going to – what do they want to do defensively as the Wolves have 30 seconds on the shot clock to get the ball off? Well, you, you set this up a little bit. The Maroons are sitting with one team foul. So you mentioned that – they can be uh, over-aggressive on their defense, but mm-hmm. 
but there's only six seconds difference on the shot clock, and every time you foul, it's, it's, it's going to reset, and that's what you're going to have to deal with as well. But just being down two right now for the Maroons, do you play it out and you have six seconds uh, to work with should you get uh, get a missed shot and a rebound? Well, that's what the coaching staff's got to figure out. If you, if you foul, the clock is reset. You're right. So between Justin Ironson, the head coach, Jimmy Neha, Zach Nicholson, Kevin O'Hare, they're going to figure out, well, what are we going to do here? Do we want to go you know, for the steal or just play it down and let them wind the shot clock down and get it back? I think you play defense throughout, so let them work the 30 seconds down. And, and then you don't foul. Gonna, you don't foul. All right, Cataldo now guarding the, the ball, and that's Luke Hart between the circles. Letting the clock wind down again. Dowling will get the ball back if they don't foul. 25 seconds in the game clock, 18 on the shot clock. Can the Maroons be patient and not commit an unforced foul? Here's Cataldo guarding Hart between the circles. Now they get it to Inman. Fakes inside to Davis. They want to go to him. And now on the lane, a shot up and good by Grant Tigges. What a shot by Tigges. Off it's balance, too. Kind of a scoop shot at the rim. and He's got 17. And now Just long like three, no good, and it's over. Season has come to the end as Dowling gets the ball in the front court. And a half-court shot, no good. 48-44 the final. Waukee Northwest punches its ticket to the sub-state final, and they will head to Marshalltown on Tuesday night. And for Dowling, their season has come to an end, and it's a tough end for 10 seniors who will not get to play on this floor or uh, on bas high school basketball any longer, and that's the disappointing part of the night, Jimmy. You, you go back to that last possession, and you're really putting a pickle. Is what, what do you do? There's 36 seconds on the game clock, 30 seconds on the, the shot clock. Do you play defense throughout, which would give you six seconds should they miss, but uh, or if you foul, it resets the clock, and then you're fouling to get them to the free throw line, and so the Maroons decide to play that, game, that, that possession out, and, and Grant Tickets gets the ball with just under five seconds on the shot clock and incredible scoop layup to his right side. Uh, gets a little bit lucky with the, with the, uh, with the roll, and uh, once that basket went in, room's down four, and, and uh, they really had nothing there to, to fall back on on a desperation shot to end the game by Coppola. Dowling closes out its season with a record of 12 wins and 12 losses. Waukee Northwest heads to Marshalltown for the sub-state final. They'll take on either Ottumwa or Cedar Falls. We'll try to get a report there. The Wolves now with a record of 15-8, and eight, and they are the number two seed in this sub-state. So we're going to take a two-minute break, go through our statistics, come back, and we'll have our post-game show. Coach Einerson has agreed to join us tonight for final comments as the boys cap off their season with a, a loss here in the sub-state semifinals. Once again, Waukee Northwest defeats Dowling 48-44. We'll take a two-minute break and return. Mark Hamadale alongside... Jimmy Cataldo from the Northwest Gym here in, here in uh, Waukee, back after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization, a great investment in our kids. Support for programming is provided by construction professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed that the world associates fanaticism with religion? But G.K. Chesterton says that the strangest fanaticism that fills our time is the fanatical hatred of morality, especially of Christian morality. It is the irreligious who are fanatical in their hatred of religion. They hate religion because religion is the only basis for morality. They hate morality because it is clear. And they prefer things to be vague, vague to the point where they can call wrongs rights. But we cannot call something a right when it defies God's laws. We can only call it a sin because all rights come from God and God is not going to break his own laws. Neither should we. Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. And welcome back to the Waukee Northwest Gym postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio following Waukee Northwest's win over Dowling Catholic, 48-44 to the final. The Wolves punched their ticket to the sub-state final in Marshalltown on Tuesday night alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale. And what a tough night for the Maroons. They, they had a lead most of the first half in that second quarter, lost it on the final shot of the, uh, of the half. And they go down at halftime, down one, and then Waukee Northwest was a pretty with a pretty good third quarter. Jimmy outscoring Dowling 14 to nine, but the Maroons rally, cut it to two in the final minute, and lose by four. Such an ebb and flow of this game, as as you know, we talked about how you know which team was going to come out and, and really set the tone, and thought the Maroons did a great job uh, with their game plan uh, in in the first half, really working some of the guard posting, uh, attacking the basket. The Maroons only shot four three point shots in the first half, and Second half, you, you look at Northwest and what they did to adjust to the Maroons, and, and, and they found some opportune shots. Uh, Grant Tigas knocking down shots in the second half, and then you found uh, Coase, uh, who, who he, he had a, a, a big uh, output game in the second half. Landon Davis was such a presence in, 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 in the paint where he doesn't score a ton of points in the paint, but he gets the ball so deep in the paint that allows uh, the Maroons to, to give some help where, where it's desperately needed, and once you give help, the kick-out pass is what, what, what kills you. But the Maroons, were at, at one point, were down double digits and, and fought back so so hard in the second half or in that, that fourth quarter to cut it to two. And it really came down to that one possession with 30, 30 mm-hmm. seconds on the on the uh, shot clock, 36 seconds on the game clock. And and uh, hand it to Grant Tigas, who, who attacked the basket and gets the uh, gets the layup to, to extend the lead to four. And at that point, uh, it became uh, insurmountable. Yeah, it did. And, uh, you know, you look at a few things. Obviously, you know, some of the keys you talk about, defending Davis. Well, I don't, you know, his offense, he was held to six points tonight. Good job by the Maroons. The thing was, when the Maroons were able to get it inside, they were looking over their shoulder for the block shot because he leads the state in block shots, and that's one thing you can't do against a shot blocker is thinking that he's, he's going to block his shots. But you've got to go in and attack. And at times, the Maroons were kind of looking over their back, whether it be one of the post players like a Kleppe. The guards do it anyway. They're always looking over their shoulder. But a Kleppe, a Metten, or a Broderick were looking over their shoulder, and that is not something you want to do against a, a guy like him. I think he walks away with, uh, I think, six six or seven blocks on the night. But you know, that was part of the game plan in the second half for Northwest was 
as the Maroons did the uh, play downhill dribble drive as they did, Landon Davis came off his guy and, and became a, a tough presence at the rim, really manipulating the shots at the rim for the Maroons. As, you know, Joe Broderick had some, had some opportune shots, but he had to change the course of his shot because Landon Davis was there, and, and it just became uh, uh, just something that, that you couldn't you know, fight back from because the Maroons were, were, were working really, really hard to get there. But, uh, you know, so, some weird possessions to where they, they had the ball at the top of the key and then they, the whole set was for them to dribble drive around uh, their man at the top of the key, attack the basket. And there's just only a, a, a few Maroons who can really do that and do that effectively. And just sometimes the Maroons got caught up uh, with the wrong guy at the top of the key and, uh, and, and came down with some empty possessions. But throughout that game, Joe Broderick, you go back to him, he, had a, he hits a big three-point shot late in that fourth quarter to cut, cut, it, the, to cut it to two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just the Maroons just couldn't get over that hump in the second half. Well, we know one thing. Ottumwa is a winner tonight. Final score, Ottumwa 94. Or rather, I'm sorry, Cedar Falls. Fifth-ranked Cedar Falls a winner tonight. Cedar Falls 94, Ottumwa 43. So it'll be Waukee Northwest taking on fifth-ranked Cedar Falls for the uh, sub-state final. And the winner will move on to the boys' state basketball tournament, which gets underway in Des Moines a week from this Monday. Reminder, our next broadcast will be the Dowling Girls Monday afternoon at Wells Fargo Arena in downtown Des Moines. Dowling Girls taking on the previously defending champ from Class 5A, Pleasant Valley. Maroons defeated Pleasant Valley in the regular season right before Christmas break at the Johnston Tournament. And the two teams, yes, have met once this year, but uh, last year Pleasant Valley got Dowling in the semis. And uh, the Maroon Gals will have a chance to play them in the first round. The winner of that game will play well, it'll be on the other bracket, or uh, uh, the semis, to go against Davenport North, the team Dowling beat, Dowling girls beat uh, first round last year. So some familiarity. They're not going to face a team for the third time. Those teams are all in the top bracket with Johnston and uh, Valley and uh, uh, I think Waukee and Centennial, all in that top bracket. So the Maroons kind of get a break there. Well, it's, they're <laughs> going against opponents that they're not extremely familiar with, but then again, those teams aren't as familiar with uh, the Dowling girls uh, as well. So... If you're, if you're Coach Christian Meyer and you're looking at the, at the girls' uh, uh, Wells Fargo a run that you really like where, where you're slotted uh, in the teams that uh, you, uh, you have to play. But, again, one game at a time, and, and you, can't, you can't stress that enough that the Dowling girls play Pleasant Valley. You've got to focus on that and then let the chips fall after that game. Well, I know it's a, a tough time to be in the locker room for an opposing coach who well, lost tonight. You've got to say so long to all the seniors. There's 10 of them for Dowling and, and the team and, and kind of get things ready as you progress through tonight and then the, the coming weeks with the, uh, uh, the team banquet and then getting ready for next year. So, uh, Jimmy, I'll tell you what, let's uh, take our final break of the night. We'll come back. If Coach Einertsen's here, we'll go through that. If not, we'll go through our final stats, scoring, and uh, other statistics. Again, the final tonight from the Waukee Northwest Gym. It was the Waukee Northwest Wolves defeating Dowling 48-44, to and that's the final as the Wolves advance to the boys' sub-state final. They'll take on... Fifth-ranked Cedar Falls Tuesday night in Marshalltown at seven o'clock. Dowling season comes to an end. Their record now, or uh, finish out the season with a record of twelve and twelve. We'll return to the Northwest Wolves gym in one minute as our post-game show continues on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Each year, men from throughout the Archdiocese of Dubuque gather to learn, pray, share, and build relationships. The 2024 Men's Conference will feature John Edwards from Just a Guy in the Pew Ministries as keynote speaker. Saturday, March 9th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at St. Pius X Catholic Church in Cedar Rapids. Mass will be celebrated by Archbishop Thomas Zinkula, and virtual participation will be available. Schedule and registration info at iowacatholicradio.com. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology provides advanced and medical aesthetics, body contouring, wellness, and spa services. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. Thank you, Brightside Aesthetics, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One. We all want to live our best life. That's why Mercy One offers compassionate, personalized care when and where you need it. Schedule online at mercyone.org. And welcome back to the Waukee Northwest Gym here in northwest side of Waukee, Iowa. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale. Final in substate final, it was uh, Waukee Northwest defeating Dowling 48-44. On the other side, it was Cedar Falls defeating Ottumwa 94-43. So it'll be Northwest Wolves against uh, the Cedar Falls Tigers, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock in Marstown, now joined by Dowling Boys head basketball coach, Justin Einerson. Coach, thank you for joining us. I know it's a tough night. That's the thing about coaching. You have to say so long for the final time in the locker room to uh, not only the seniors. There's 10 of them. That's half your uh, over half your group. But uh, a heart felt uh, like, you know, everything was taken out from under you. You were in the, in the hunt. You, were at, you had the lead at one time. And the kids are on the brink, but uh, the Wolves just uh, pose a little too much tonight, and we appreciate you joining us. That's about one of the toughest uh, locker room conversations I've had because there's not a group that um, probably took more sleep from me than this one, and the reason is because I loved them so much. Like, I just rooted for them everything, every day. So really wanted them to accomplish something special, and in a lot of ways we did. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just hard with, with how much you like these guys and, and knowing that you're never going to work day-to-day with them again. That's, uh, that's a hard thing. Well, it was a hard-fart battle. Look at that first half, one-point lead at the end of the first quarter, one-point lead at halftime for Northwest, and you were back and forth. You led most of the second quarter. Matter of fact, you had the lead of up to seven points, and you were doing a lot of good things, and shots were falling. Yeah, we, I'm not sure we truly trusted our offensive game plan. We tried to meander out of it a couple times, took some shots that we couldn't afford to take. The way that I describe it to our guys is, to a man, they're better off the dribble and in transition than all of us. And the reason we know that is because the last time we played them, they showed us. And uh, the one advantage we have is we're better not only scoring in the post, but also passing out of it. And um, we know we just we just didn't fully trust in the second quarter, especially what we were trying to do. And, you know, you have a seven-point lead, and I think guys are like, okay, well, now I can loosen up a little bit. And obviously that's not the case. So... It's a hard lesson to learn when it's the last lesson that your seniors learn. Um, but that's the situation that we're in right now. Yeah, so, no question. So, so many things to, to look at and get your opinion on, on uh, and get your thoughts around you know, what happened in that game. But you, you go back and you talk about your game plan. I thought was so effective was your, your, your smaller guards and their ability to post up uh, and take advantage, uh, at least early in the game, and getting the ball into the post to your smaller guards who were so physical at the rim, and, and, you know, we talked about getting bench support from Nick Frerich, so I thought played a tremendous game tonight, He's getting awesome. getting bench support from, from Dante through the night. 
Uh, it's just, you know, you'll talk about the game plan on how, you know, you, you attack from the top of the key, which some of your some of your uh, guys, you know, trying to attack downhill, you know, aren't the best ball handlers, but you can tell what you were trying to do was get those guys playing downhill and attack the rim. Yeah, it was actually the Wisconsin swing that we put in uh, about 10 days ago or so, and uh, I haven't run it since college, but I, I ran it for the first 24 years of my life. Um, and our guys got really good at it. I think the, the surprise to me was how quickly we got out of it when they took one look away, because in practice we got to the point where they were making second, third reads, and then, um, hey, we got to get Nick in the post. Okay, we're going to run it until we get Nick in the post. We just didn't do that today. So it's, it's super frustrating. Um, you know, we could have just had a game plan of, hey, we're just going to post up, post ISO for 32 minutes, and maybe that works, maybe it doesn't. But I guarantee you if we would have been a little bit more stubborn about what we were doing, it would have worked. Um, the other thing is when we were driving from the top, you can't drive in this offense. You have to drive to the baseline. And we were trying to drive into spots where you can't. And um, so execution is something that's, you know, that's going to be the story that everybody remembers. You know, our seniors are going to remember this. Our young guys hopefully are going to remember this, that we just flat out didn't execute what our game plan was. But we also were able to slow the game down and, um, you know, hold Waukee Northwest to 48. KO made a great, uh, O'Hare made a great point the other day. He goes, well, he asked me, he goes, do we want this to look like Virginia or Wisconsin? Well, Virginia, they don't, they literally don't get open looks. They just don't. They defend kind of like Johnson, like their looks are never open. They're all contested. Wisconsin, they create open looks. And I thought we played a lot more like Virginia. And if we would have played like Wisconsin, I think we would have got away because I thought I thought defensively did a pretty good job. Well, t- you got to take us to that last possession for Northwest. And, and, and it puts puts you as a head coach in such a pickle because you have one team foul. You have the advantage on the shot clock over the game clock, 30 seconds on the shot clock, 30, uh, 30 seconds on the shot clock, 36 sh- uh, seconds on the game clock, timeout. Do you foul? Because every time you foul, it resets. Yeah. Take us through your thoughts on that and, and, and how uh, how you came out in that last position. Well, candidly, in high school, I've seen this burn you more when you try to just, let's say you're you're in this situation where you have to foul more, you know, three, four times, something like that. Um, I've seen too much time run off, and then all of a sudden they're up four and you don't have time to get back in it. So I really wanted to give our guys a chance to have five seconds in a play that we've run in practice, you know, you know 30 days with five seconds left and a down two. And then our two best offensive players who are on the bench because Dante and Nick were so good tonight that it, I just had to keep them out there. But we could have brought those guys back in down too, so it would have been a pretty good situation for us. But just made a great play. And, you know, they have a lot of uh, very good players over here, and I give their coaching staff credit because, they, you know, there wasn't a lot expected of them. And now they're on the doorstep of state. So this program is, is legit. Yeah, they hit that off-balance shot, as you talked about, in the final uh, 10 seconds of the contest. And, would have been nice if it would have came up short. You would have had time, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, you know what a group it is. You battled to to be a 500 team. You were 12 and 12. Mm-hmm. This team uh, in the last uh, several years have been below 500, and uh, you know now now they have a benchmark. And the kids coming behind them, that group of juniors that you've uh, nurtured and had their own games, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be seniors next year, and hopefully most of them will be on the on the in the program. And you bring a, a couple juniors up. Max Capola gets got the start, and he wasn't a starter beginning of the year. He's somebody that you. Uh, felt comfortable with and you kind of build around and then you grow over the summer and fall yeah I mean this is my favorite time as a coach you know not the end of the season specifically but when you head towards late spring and into summer when you're starting to kind of develop your program again um, or at least your team you know you're always developing your program but the seniors just gave us so much to learn from you know they had games where they were perfect they had games where we missed a lot of opportunities 
but they never stopped battling. I mean, the way I'm going to always remember this team is we go and play Urbandale, and we were actually playing pretty decent at the point, but still losing. And they just pound us, you know, just pound us. And we ended up losing by five, but, you know, the first half was the worst half I've seen all year. And then we come out the next day, and we have the best defensive and execution performance of the season at Centennial on the road. I mean, it's just a, it's a special group. It's, it's a group that maybe didn't have the talent to make a, a deep state run, but, man, I wouldn't have wanted to play us at any point because of how hard our guys played. And, and if our younger guys are looking at that and learning from that, um, they're going to be pretty special. So any success that we have in the future is going to be because of these seniors directly. Well, Coach, we appreciate, number one, your time this year of helping us with our broadcast before and uh, after, and we appreciate your time coming up here. And anything you'd like to say to our listening audience? I know you have uh, our, our listening audience. You always thought, Jimmy and I thought, people go south, snowbirds, but they also go north to uh, <laughs> something called southern Canada or Wisconsin, another word oh, for geez. it. Oh, jeez. Oh, they would have loved a swing offense tonight, I tell you what. That's my <laughs> Swing stepdad. off? I haven't heard that in years. Yep. But yeah, back to off. Bo Ryan. That's um, right, Bo My Ryan. high school coach played for Bo, and my college coach played for Bo. So uh, it is in my blood. That's it's something stuff. I've rejected. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely, it fits Dowling because we're so darn strong. Put Nick down there, who's, what, 5'10", and you can't move him. So, uh, yeah, they did a nice job of preparing, and I'm proud of them. And, uh, you know, I'm very disappointed, but it was it was cool to see us um, click that offense a little bit in the first half. Well, for your first year at, at Dowling, I think, what you can say from the senior group is that they've really set the culture, I think, that you're looking to implement as you move on year after year and you continue to get, uh, you know, kids into your program. And, you know, hats off to you first year. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's such a hard school because you get everybody's best. And I think you realized throughout this year that, uh, you know, the, the opponents you play are, are so darn good and they play so darn good against you. But, uh, but hats off to you, your staff, for setting – a culture with the with the group of seniors that uh, that 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 uh, are leaving uh, this this final time. This place is a dream. I could not feel more lucky walking out of here, regardless of uh, win or lose. I'm just so happy to be a part of this program. Coach, once again, we appreciate your time coming up here, putting up with me. You got you got to put up with him. He's one of your yeah. Parents. That's true. I, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed he didn't sign the volunteer I list. You know, so they, good. they need somebody to volunteer. And he's up line. here with me. It's like you know, but his wife did. You know, so. It was, it was a pleasure. Honestly, you guys do a great job. It's it's fun for my family back home, especially my wife listened the other night for the first time, and she usually turns the mute on, which she didn't tell me until recently, because it, <laughs> I, I guess it her. stresses her out when she gets other people's like oh. insight. So, uh, and it's not like she's upset by it. She just she doesn't she likes seeing and thinking about what she's seeing. She doesn't like any other commentary. I so. see. So, well, when yeah. we lose the light now in the postseason, we don't get the live stream because you have know, right. to pay an arm and a leg for it. You, but you get radio, yep. and so I, I have him helping describe, and I got a football coach up here. <laughs> right. We're a swing. Well, we played a lot like a football team tonight, so it fits. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't calling the trap play very often no. or uh, a stick route, but uh, we get the idea. <laughs> Justin, thank you, and, and best of luck. Have a, have a great spring and summer. I know a lot of these kids will be out for track and other other things and getting ready, and I can't wait for next year, to be quite honest. First week or uh, first Monday back, Tuesday back, after spring break, we'll already be doing uh, strength and conditioning uh, in the morning, so or agility and, and strength in the morning. So ask I'm pretty excited C- about that. Ask Coach Cataldo what time that starts. Cause he's 545, been- baby. You know who's more excited than anyone is Zach Nicholson because he's got some sophomores that he really wants to toughen up. So uh, <laughs> we, we might see him on the news uh, coming up here, but he is very excited about it. That is awesome. Well, that's good to know. Well, Coach, appreciate you stopping up. Thanks for your time, and uh, we look forward to visiting with you next year. 
hopefully have you on at halftime one of the football games to kind of preview yeah, the absolutely. season. Don't forget that. And thanks for all you do, Justin Anderson, in your first year at Dowling. Coming over from the south side like he did, like I did, coming over it's from the fit. south side. It just fits. <laughs> it does. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Jimmy, we're going to run down our statistics tonight so as we get Coach uh, all set. And uh, you want me to take scoring first? You want to do Go this? Ahead. Let's do the scoring for the Maroons on the uh, final night of the season. Again, the final. Waukee Northwest defeats Dowling 48-44. The Maroons conclude their season with a record of 12-12. Dowling had one player in double figures, Joey Coppola, one of 10 seniors. He had 12 points tonight. Seven points for Maddox Coppola and Riddick Metten. Six points each for Joe Broderick and Dante Cataldo. And four points for Nick Frericks. And finally, Ryan Kleppe with two points. The Maroons went three of eight at the free throw line tonight. For Waukee Northwest, as they advanced, and they'll take on Cedar Falls Tuesday night, 7 o'clock in Marshalltown, the sub-state final. And the Wolves were led by Grant Tiggis with 17 points. He was followed by Andrew Coase with 14 points. Rounding that scoring for the Wolves, Luke Hart with six points. Landon Davis with six points. Five points for Maverick Inman. And off the bench, Mack Heitland and Sandro Billick did not score, and neither did Austin Pappenberg. The Wolves went 9 of 10 at the free throw line. And our quarter scores, Dowling and uh, Waukee Northwest. Northwest jumped out to a 12-11 first quarter lead. Both teams played to an 11-11 tie in the second quarter. So the Wolves with a one-point lead at halftime, 23-22. And then the Wolves outscored Dowling in the third quarter, 14-9. Wolves have a uh, six-point lead, 37-31 going into the fourth quarter. Dowling outscores Waukee Northwest in the fourth quarter, 13-11. But the Wolves win it, 48-44. They move on with a record of 15 and 8 does Waukee Northwest and Jim you got to look at the final statistics so you look at, at team statistics uh, the Maroons 18 of 42 from the field for 42 percent had 17 total rebounds and and just uh, 70 total rebounds and seven turnovers for Waukee Northwest uh, went 17 of 33 from the field uh, for 51 percent talked about that magic number of the Maroons having to contain uh, their opponents to 43 percent shooting and Northwest Shot 51% from the field, out-rebounded the Maroons with 20 total rebounds, and, uh, but t- had 13 turnovers. So you look at the totality of this game, I think uh, you know, Northwest went back to their game plan that worked in the, in the second game, which was feeding Landon Davis down under the block. And then with the Maroons were forced to come off their men to, to, to give some help. It left some kick-out uh, kick three-point shots, which, uh, which the, the uh, Northwest hit. But you go back to the free-throw stat. Three of eight for the Maroons. That's five misses, uh, and, and it's just there's so many, so many uh, margins of error, little uh, tiny margins of error. They just got to uh, take advantage of those free throws. But three of eight for the Maroons, and nine of ten from the free throw line was uh, Northwest. So those five points come into play when you when you lose a game by four. But uh, you know, again, hats off to this the senior group, this Dowling basketball group, uh, coaching staff as as they went uh, tooth and nail, and they, they they fought hard to the very end and had an opportunity really at the at that last possession to uh, to make this thing a, 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 an opportunity to win this game or tie it, and that Northwest got to give that uh, give it to them on that last possession. I appreciate you sitting up here with me most of the year, except you were on COVID detail earlier. God God knows what you had in November, December, but uh, you came <laughs> off the bench and I came up here. Are my thanks to you and Scott yeah. Babinat, Mike Swain, for assisting me with the broadcast because when you put down you know, 16, 17 doubleheaders that we do on Tuesday and Friday nights. It's a long season, and not everybody can be there. But hats off to you. Now, I did find out that 
the parents, the Dowling parents, appreciated having you with me because you weren't amongst them, and that included your That's wife. I got a message just a little while ago about that, so I want to pass that along well, to you, you. I, I got to say, you, know, you do a great job, but, you know, sitting in here, for, you know, Steve Davini was here before me, but, you know, we, you know carrying you for two hours is, is hard. I mean, our, my legs start getting tired, my shoulders get a little <laughs> bit tired. But, you know, but, you know, I knew that was coming. Scott Babinap, he better be on his game because you at Wells Fargo, you're a totally different individual. You I'm get ready, the media to, pass. You get you get. I'm ready to rock and the roll. The credentialing, the access mm-hmm. that you get. They give me a lot. I can get behind the scenes. Yeah, you I, showed me to the janitor's door. Well, that's where I wanted you to be at, but that, <laughs> that didn't work. I couldn't get you in there. It's it, honestly, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's hard being a parent and and uh, and and give some color commentating to to basketball, but uh, but it's a lot of fun doing this. And, and you've done this as we talked for five decades now, and five uh, decades, and, and yeah. the voice of the Maroons and. We don't nickname you radio for nothing, so we appreciate everything that you do for for uh, Iowa Catholic Radio and, and Dowling Sports. You're welcome, Jimmy. You as well. And I look forward to your new role in football next year. Are you going to be out in the press box? Going to sit next to us, like you know? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know yet. Maybe you know it gets real tight. We may have to move you down a little bit, but oh, of course, I we, we don't know yet. I got to move, of course. Hey, I know your folks are down in Florida. You want to give a shout out to them. Uh, uh, Bobby and Jolyn, uh, you know, listening. They, they get it down there. Do they? They, they, get, they, they pick it up? They're they're tuned in down there. My okay. daughters Anna and Mia over in Iowa City. But okay, there's a lot of families that uh, that can't show up at the games, but listen. So it's not just just mine, but there's a Absolutely. lot of Dowling families that are out there listening. And hey, we appreciate them tuning in. And of course, uh, congratulations the ten seniors that are on this club this year. What a year they had. What a season we had with them. We had some of them up here during our post game. Uh, or during the game, and of course that was a memorable senior night. Never forget that. So, but Jimmy, thank you. And uh, until next season, maybe we'll see you in the postseason with maybe some baseball. Who knows? Joe Stacy, he might need a color guy. Who knows? I love what it. What you're what you're doing, uh, <laughs> whatever you're going to do, and uh, uh, we appreciate you. And uh, thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, tell your wife hello too. You, know, you guys are going to be empty nesters here soon, so well, I want to prepare her for Anna's that. Anna's coming back home. And I want to prepare her for that. It's, it's like pushing the reset button. Pushing <laughs> the reset button. All right, Jimmy Cataldo, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap things up from the Waukee Northwest Gym, but not for the winter season. We'll be on the air, and that'll be our next broadcast. Monday afternoon, 3 o'clock from Wells Fargo Arena, downtown Des Moines, the Class 5A Girls State quarterfinals. Dowling taking on. The defending champion Pleasant Valley Spartans will be on the air at 3 o'clock, tip off at 3.15 if they're on time. That will be the fourth game in Class 5A that day. Scott Babinat will join me from there. Our thanks to all the folks here at Walkie Northwest High School, including Brett, Brett Watson, their head basketball coach, boys basketball coach, athletic director Jim Dewey, and all the people behind the scenes, Kurt Getting, Wendy Ritzmeyer, uh, Mark Kruko, who helped us with our IT stuff here. Appreciate him. And Justin Olds, who's the on-site administrator, <clears throat> appreciate everything Justin did tonight, and uh, we appreciate him. Our thanks to our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. Without them, uh, we couldn't bring you our broadcast. They include, and if you patronize our sponsors, we appreciate that. Let them know you heard the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Fast Signs, Blessman International, Skeffington's Formal Wear. Our thanks to Catholic Tuition Organization, Klein Electric, Construction Professionals, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Bows in the Florist, and Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology and Clive are our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, been with us all basketball season. For my broadcast partner, Jimmy Cataldo, this is Mark Amadale thanking you for listening to the official radio network of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities. 11.50 a.m., KWKY Des Moines, 88.5 FM, Adele, and 94.5 
FM in Des Moines, and streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. All of our broadcasts of uh, Dowling football, basketball, baseball, and softball are podcasts on iowacatholicradio.com. For our studio producer, Mary Stotsny, and for Brady Grimm, I'm Mark Amadil. Final score for the final time. A final here from Waukee Northwest High School. It was Waukee Northwest 48, Dowling Catholic 44 in Class 4A Boys Substate Semifinal Basketball. Waukee Northwest will take on Cedar Falls Tuesday night at 7 o'clock in Marshalltown for the Substate Final. For everybody involved, and thank you for tuning in tonight here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and from all of us with the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, have a safe and blessed faith-filled weekend. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, Blessman International, Fast Signs, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bozen the Florist. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The preceding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. The fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of 